Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 149 of Thirst and Goal. I am Fran, and across from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any <laughs> podcatcher, Ben. Or podcaster. <laughs> Ask any podcaster about <laughs> us out there. They'll know us. They know us. That's a harken back to uh, uh, yeah. A, well, you uh, added that. You added that. I added it without telling him, hoping and, that he yeah. would, hoping that he would make a mistake. It's kind of dim out unfortunately here. Unfortunately to getting, him, I'm getting older. I can't see those little, <laughs> yeah, little right. you know, size twelve font. I mean, it's bold, which helps, but and it's cold tonight too. So my eyes, my glasses are fogging up a little bit. It's now. 56 degrees yeah, I'm outside. Yeah, sure people on the East Coast are like, fuck you. Yeah, they're like, there was snow today <laughs> yeah. in Green Bay. Uh, Friday, how was your week this week? Uh, it was a good week, Ben. I mean, it was, um, it actually flew by. It, it, was, it wasn't, uh, you know, it didn't drag like the last couple of weeks for some reason. It just flew by. And the next week we got Thanksgiving. So, you know, you got a couple of days off. I got one day off. So, you know, nice short week to look forward to next week. But how was your week? Yeah, exactly. It's funny. When you have a long week, I have a short week. Yep. When I have a short week, you have a long week. Actually, it was a long week. It actually dragged considerably uh, for some strange reason this week. Uh, a lot to do on the home front as well as on the work front. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am drinking the Michter's Small Batch Ooh, Bourbon. Ooh, you changed it up a little changed bit. Changed it up, changed it up. And uh, a little bit of Coke, a little bit of uh, club soda. Tastes pretty good. And you're continuing to drink the... Moons of Jupiter Gin from Copper and King's Distillery down in Kentucky. A bourbon distillery that makes a gin, a beautiful gin. Not a sponsorship, just a lovely gin. Uh, and I noticed that you mix it up a little bit. I may need to accumulate three or four or five gins just so I can mix it up from week to week because, you know, regular listeners of the show, mm -hmm. hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening tonight or tomorrow or whenever it is you're listening to the show. Uh, they hear the same thing every week yeah, from me. You, you enjoy it, though. Oh, I, mean, I, I love it. It's an enjoyable it. gin, and it's better than most of the other ones that oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've brought you. you you've you've well, had that sort, I wouldn't of, say that. that sort of disappointed look on your I face. I wouldn't like, say that. Really? I this, wouldn't say that. This is what you got me? Uh, the Opeer is a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, but that's uh, a little bit on the pricey side uh, for a for gin. gin. Yeah. 50 55 bucks for a gin. That's quite pricey for a gin. Uh, the Tangeray 10 is nice. And actually, the I can't remember the name of the gin from Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I think it's Aviation. Aviation, yeah. which is actually actually a pretty nice summer drinking gin and a high-quality gin. So, well, I know. mean, would Ryan Reynolds put out anything else other than a high-quality gin? Exactly. And I he's, mean, he's a, he's a high-quality actor. Yes, high-quality actor, <laughs> uh, limited in his superhero roles, which <laughs> I like, although I see we have holiday-themed Marvel movies coming out. So it, it's essentially... At some point, we're just going to all be dressing up like superheroes I'm, under I'm, a totalitarian kind of superhero regime. I'm kind of excited to see that new Spider-Man one. Like, I, I only I only watch Spider-Man movies. Like, that's it. Like, for superheroes, Deadpool and Spider-Man, So it's like it. one a year. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Or, or one every two years. But, you know, like, it's, uh, you know, Spider-Man and Deadpool, I'm cool with those guys. The other, the other ones, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, I literally saw a holiday-themed 
Marvel series that's coming out, and I'm just like, I, 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 at some point, there has to be a critical mass for superhero movies. Uh, apparently, that's hey, not going to be. On, they keep on making money, so they're going to keep on rolling them out. Yes, yeah, some CGI with a little bit of acting, yeah. just a little bit, little bit just, a, just so you know there are actors in the movie. Uh, Friday, now that we've bored everyone I to know. tears with yeah, our, sorry, everybody. all the Marvel and DC <laughs> fans out. Well, I guess it's Marvel or DC fans. It, I don't even know. I, I don't know. Uh, we we have a we have a, 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 a common friend that pr- could probably tell us whether oh, yeah. or not. We're allowed to clump DC and Marvel folks together in the same bucket. Be, so apologies he, he, if I shouldn't have done that. He'd be disappointed. Yes, he, that I don't even know the difference between the two. <laughs> Only thing I know is DC Cab, an awesome movie from the 1980s. Franny, huh. what are we going to talk about I don't tonight? I know what that is. Mr. T was in it. That tells oh, you okay. it's high quality. You're aging yourself. It was. Right now. It was a. It was a lot of of plucky. You know, fighting against the, yeah, it was the 80s. You know, a small cab, a small cab company fighting against the man, the corporate cab ownership. You know, sounds like every 80s movie. Yeah. And they won, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because Mr. T. (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to talk about? I'm sorry. Uh, The sidetrack. Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL Week 10. Recap. We had it wrong last week, actually. Uh, we were, we were, we were uh, talking a week about, behind. Yeah, week eight. Now. I mean, the whole seventeen uh, week season. It's is, me it, off. It's, it's re- it really has. I'm not used to having an odd number of games, and it, it was weird last week. We do apologize for everybody listening to the podcast last week, um, but it was uh, weeks nine and ten instead of eight and nine this week. Recap week ten. <laughs> we recap and then our the NFL, correct games. At exactly. least we recap we the, did correct, the games. correct games. And then we have our NFL week eleven picks, Ben. We also have our shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have Friday's Flame and Ben's bust of the week. I'm pretty sure we're gonna talk about the same thing in this one. <laughs> and we also have our betting corner, Ben's betting corner for the week. We also have our shot of the week, Ben. In honor of a Steelers tie, I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't lose. Well, we should, if, he, if, if what's his name could have kicked the forty-three yard field goal, we would have lost. You didn't. But well, then again, if we hadn't fumbled the ball on a one-yard gain exactly. at our own thirty-eight yard line, we would have we could have kicked the field goal to win. Well, the game. You, didn't, you didn't lose, but you didn't win. We didn't lose. That's right. But you didn't win. We're not Detroit. That's so not. It's, this isn't Ted Lasso. It's, we're, not, it's not, we're not eight ties in a row. It's successful. It's not a spicy shot, completely. But it's a sweet and spicy shot. So a little bit for the loss, a little bit for the win. So you're kind of in the middle there, Ben. And it's silver and but blue. But it is so silver and that. blue. It is the Detroit Lions colors, and it is dubbed into the Lions Den, Ben. Even though they played at Heinz Field, but into the Lions Den. It felt like we were in the Lions <laughs> Den. Anyone that watched that game, you know, you deserve a medal. Just you know, you deserve some type of a payment or a coupon just for sitting through some that sort game. Of a rebate or something. And uh, we also have our beverage of the week, which is a rye, Ben. We haven't had yeah, a rye baby. on the show for some time. And it is from Town Branch. It is an interesting-looking bottle. It is flat. It is tall. Um, but I uh, can't wait to try that. We love our ryes. Actually, we prefer our ryes over our bourbons. It just has that little extra tingle, that spice on the back of the throat, which is nice. And uh, we also have our beer of the week, Ben, from Flying Dog, the Snake dog it's an ipa and uh, you know a few weeks back we had looks like a good one the blood orange um offering from them which was delicious yeah, and i good. can't wait to try this and uh, then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show all right Franny, what's first about a big board first up ben nfl week 10 week <laughs> week 10. 10 we are in recap week 10 we are not we gonna, know where we are we are not gonna play the 1970s steeler theme song uh, yeah we talked about Oh, actually, I'm I'm scrolling too far down here. We talked about the Dolphins and the Ravens, uh, so we're going to start on Sunday with the Saints at the Titans. <laughs> Titans twenty three, Saints twenty one on the arm of Trevor Trevor Simeon. 
And Ryan Tannehill, Simeon, 19 of 34 for 298 and two. Count him. Two touchdowns on the other side of the ball. Tannehill, 19 of 27 for 213 and one. Count it. Very efficient. One touchdown. But, Franny, what say sort of you efficient. about the Titans without Derrick Henry? Yeah, I know. With a little Another help win. from the referees. Another win. Get a win. Another win. Two wins in a row without Derrick Henry. We didn't know how they would fare without Derrick Henry so far. So good. I'm just not sure later into the season, once it gets colder, how they're going to fare without him because you need that kind of a guy to move the ball. Yeah. I'm not sure if Ryan Tannehill is going to be that guy. Although, you know, on the ground, they're using a running back by committee, 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 committee. There's a lot of guys yeah, that are running Dante the ball. Yeah, Freeman and Adrian, I can't bend at the knees anymore. Peterson, <laughs> eight carries for Peterson and 21 yards. Yeah. Dante Freeman, please give me the ball more, 11 carries for 30 yards. Not the same running game. No. <laughs> as it was before, uh, you but mean, they won. You mean 59 total yards is yeah. not a typical outing no. from the Tennessee Titans Yeah, that's, that's maybe like the first quarter yeah, exactly. with Derrick Henry. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it came down to what the two point conversion, uh, towards the end of the game in this one, it, they, uh, the saints did not convert Titans win the game. And, uh, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was close and the saints have been keeping it close yeah. even without a quarterback really. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that, um, you know, Simeon is, is not a quarterback, but he's definitely not. He is. Yeah. He has a, a number. He's no Drew Brees. He's, 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 he's no Winston. He's better, he's, than, no... Drew, he's better than the old, he's better than the last year of Drew Brees. <laughs> He's better than Taysom Hill, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But that bar's not very high. Yeah, it's not a very high bar. Yeah. It's but, what, a, I mean, did you watch this game? Did you watch much of this game, though, Ben? I did. Yeah. I did. I watched a little bit of it. And, you know, last week we went about an hour and 20 minutes into the NFL recap, so I'll try to keep my, my comments to a minimum. I do have something to say about this game later on. But, uh, yeah, I thought Simeon actually played pretty well. And I think, you know, give Sean Payton credit. He knows how to coach football, mm -hmm. regardless of the roster, regardless of the players that he has. You know, tons of injuries. On this team, uh, again, you know, what's his uh, Alvin Kamara didn't play mm -hmm. in this game. He's got Michael Thomas who's out. He's got injuries on defense as well now, but he really knows yeah. how to coach. A I mean, still keeping team. it close against, you know, the, the one of the top teams in the AFC, you know, they could have won this game. A I great mean, offensive you know, game they, plan. It, they, I mean, for what he had early on, it looked like it was, you know, the, the Titans were just going to run away with it, but they just they came back in this one just like they did last week. I think they played the Falcons, they scored a ton of points in the second half, you know. Could have won that one if yep. not for Matty Ice driving down the field, you know, winning that game. But, um, you know, no quarterback, no running back, no wide receiver, and he still somehow finds a way for this team to hang in there. And, you know, kudos to their defense. I mean, their defense is playing pretty well. Yeah, the defense played great. I mean, if not for the phantom pass interference call mm -hmm. at the goal line, the Tennessee Titans were driving to the goal line. I think they were about the five or six-yard line. You know, Tannehill passed to the end zone, obvious interception, pass interference that was not pass interference, mm -hmm. gives the ball back to the Tennessee Titans who then go ahead and score. But for that, I think the I mean the, the Saints had a legitimate shot at winning this game. Even even so they did have a legitimate chance at winning this game, but another game that the referees decided to impact in a big way was the Tennessee Titans and New Orleans Saints. Friday anything else on nope, that game? Nope. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, next up Buffalo Bills 45. See this Jets, is, this is a Bills 17. This is more of a Bills scoreline. This is what we were used to yeah. at the beginning of the season. Bills go to six and three. Jets fall to two and not, seven. Not nine and six. Yeah, you know nine not, six, not, nine, nine six, nine to six, nine to six nine in the last six game. Six I mean, loss. Uh, nine to six yeah. loss. Yeah. Uh, but look How at does that happen? Josh Allen. I mean, efficient. Twenty one to twenty eight. Three hundred and sixty six yards and two count them. Two touchdowns. One pick in the game. Devin Singletary. 
Seven carries for 43 yards and a touchdown. Matt Breida with a touchdown. Zach Moss with a touchdown. Isaiah McKenzie with a touchdown. You get a touchdown. Everyone gets a touchdown. But poor Mike White, 24 of 44. The bloom is off the rose. Mm-hmm. 251 yards, zero TDs, and four. Count them. Interceptions in this game. Joe Flacco comes up to mop up three of three for 47 yards, and Flacco's going to get the nod to start tomorrow. Michael Carter with only 39 yards on 16 carries. And a touchdown, Elijah Moore with a touchdown. But Friday, are the Jets back to being the same old Jets and the Bills are back to being the same old, well, the same new yeah, Bills? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to say in this one. I mean, I expected the Bills to win and win big, uh, especially after that terrible performance against the Jags. Um, you know, I mean, this is a division game. I mean, you want to win all of it's your division games. It's a better version of Justin Herbert. Especially when you have the Patriots there with you on the same level now. I mean, the Patriots are actually playing pretty damn well. I mean, you called it a few weeks back when you said they could win the division. I said you were crazy, but, you know, I think I'm they the crazy will win one, the division. They, they got two wins this week. I know. I know. I, and, and you know, the Bills, they struggled for a few weeks there. You know, they allowed the rest of the AFC to sort of catch up. And, well, some, you know, the, like the Titans already ahead of them and, and Baltimore's right there. The, I mean, the Steelers are, yeah. you know, pretty much right there as well. Um, so, I mean, you know, they they've they've struggled a bit more so than I thought they would at the beginning of the season, especially after you know last year's run uh, and and against bad opponents. I mean, okay, if they lose the to Jags and the Steelers, yeah, I mean, if if you lose, I mean, the Steelers to, were playing like shit early in the year. Yeah, but to, to I mean, the, uh, you know, if they, if they lose to the Steelers, a... if they lose to the Steelers, that's fine. I mean, the Steelers are expected to be one of the better teams in the AFC. But I mean, the Jags and the struggle the week before that to the Dolphins. I mean, you know, they followed up those two terrible performances with, you know, kicking ass against the Jets. But, you know, would you, if if you're the Jets, I mean, would you start Joe Flacco or just roll with Mike White? I would roll with Mike White. Yeah. I mean, Joe Flacco was awful at the end of his career in Baltimore. He's two years older now, or three years older now. Uh, you know, maybe he'll keep you, he won't make mistakes, but he's not going to put up points. And he's, oh, he and he's not, he's, and he's not going to be able to move the ball down the field. You're two and seven. What what value does he really bring yeah. to the team in terms of long term building that franchise under Rob or uh, Robert Sala? Uh, I mean, why not just roll with Mike White? And I mean, he, at least he's young. He had one bad game. He played well in two games or two games and a half uh, or two games and a quarter. Yeah, I, I mean, I would roll with Mike. I mean, I, I'm always amazed when 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 head coaches just revert back to the 40 year old quarterback. I mean, if if they were in a playoff hunt. You know, if they were on the cusp of a wild card berth, maybe you go to Joe Flacco and try to manage the game a little bit better. But you're two and seven. Why not roll, be a little bit courageous, and see what you can get out of a young squad? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I would. I would just roll with Mike White. What do you have to lose? Yeah, I mean, it's Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I mean, Flacco. <laughs> but what do you? I mean, he was awful, wasn't he? With the J, wasn't he with the Eagles last year, year before? Yeah, well, this year. He moved. Oh yeah, earlier it this was a year. trade. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, honestly, I just don't get it. I mean, just Drew Bledsoe might be available. Oh, uh, look at this game. Next up, the, uh, thank, the game of the week. Yes, thank you to everyone and every Steeler fan out there that sat through this game. It was an awful game to watch for all involved. Lions fans, Steelers fans. Lions 16, Steelers 16. Steelers go to 5-3-1 and one for the third year in a row. A tie on the board for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lions go to 0 8 and 1. Hey, look, they didn't lose. They did not lose. Jared Goff, 14 of 25 for 114 yards. That's pretty bad. No TDs, no picks. But Mason Rudolph, 30 of 50. Why is Mason Rudolph throwing the ball 50 times in this game? 
242 yards, one touchdown. Count it. One pick in the game. This was three and out after three and out after three and out after three and out after three and out. I think there were like almost 40 possessions in this game, something like that. Uh, and the majority, the overwhelming majority, uh, were three plays and a punt. But, Frane, what say you about the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mason Rudolph not being able to beat the Detroit Lions at home? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was ugly. <laughs> I mean, it, Thank it, goodness it was, you don't have the NFL ticket. It, you didn't it, have to it, watch it. It. It, was, it was a really ugly game. I mean, I, I watch Red Zone, so you know it's kind of bouncing back between games to game. Was there, game were there game any Red Zone plays during this game? Uh, yeah. I mean, Mason Rudolph <laughs> fucking up that touchdown, throwing it at the, at the knees of the wide receiver. I mean, he threw it into the dirt. I mean, that should have been a touchdown yeah. right there. I mean, to, that was such to, a to, terrible. To, to, to James Washington, who he played with in college. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, it's not like he was under a ton, a ton of pressure himself on that play. And he, and, he picked and, up some good first downs with like, his legs. I mean, yeah, he, did, he did run a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like Washington was in – I mean, he wasn't covered. I mean, he, there was like – there was green around him. Yeah, they needed to make that play. I mean, you make that play, you probably win the game. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what the Steelers are thinking. You know, what is their future going to be? They have no quarterback right now. Once Ben Roethlisberger is gone, there's really no future. I mean, yeah. there's nobody there. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is not the future. No. Well, maybe. Mason, no, he's not. I won't Mason say Rudolph, for sure that Dwayne Mason Haskins Rudolph is Mason Rudolph is definitely, I mean, every time he plays for the Steelers, it's a struggle. I mean, the guy yeah. has not they, improved one bit he's a, I mean, he's, over the year, over the years. Uh, I mean, he's the very definition of, of replacement level average quarterback play. Uh, you know, I, I want to give him a little bit of credit. I might have been too hard on him in this game. You know, he was asked to do a lot. He didn't play. But he didn't have to. Like, I mean, I, that's yeah. one other thing. It's like 50. I mean, it's 16 to 16. I mean, it's it's not like the Steelers were down in this game, you know, 20 to 3. Yeah. I mean, it I was mean, like it was a close game. Why throw it 50 times? Yeah. They shouldn't have thrown the ball as much. I mean, Najee Harris with 26 carries for 105 yards. Give him credit. Another 100-yard day for Najee. Mm-hmm. Uh, got banged up a little bit in this game, unnecessarily so. But Deontay Johnson with a huge fumble and the biggest fumble of all. Pat Fryermuth at the end of the uh, game. And, and give Mason Rudolph credit. He did drive the team down into field goal range. Yeah, yeah. But thank you, Matt Canada, for calling a one-yard pass play to, to Pat Fryermuth on second down for no good reason. He picked up a single yard on that play and coughed the ball up on a nice tackle from the safety on that play. Absolutely no reason to even call a pass play there. Run the ball, kick the field goal. Uh, but Fryermuth fumbles. Deontay Johnson fumbles because he's constantly throw, you know, holding the ball out there like a loaf of Wonder Bread. And but for those two fumbles, I think the Steelers win this game. So I don't want to take that and hold that against Rudolph. But that yeah. play at the end of that game was so unnecessary. It, you know, if you're going to pick up five or six yards, throw the ball five, six, ten yards down the field because you're really trying to get just run Chris, Chris Boswell run into position. Because I mean, it's hard to kick up. They were at the right end of the field, yeah, too. They because were there, not was, at the there was enough time to run the ball. I mean, even if you don't have timeouts, there's enough time to run the ball. Spike you know, it and kick kill it. The t- I mean, just kill the clock, whatever. I mean, it, the clock is not against you at that moment in the game. I mean, if there's like 10 seconds left in the game, maybe you don't run the ball. But there was like a minute and 30 yeah. seconds. I mean, it was, it, was, it was enough time to just run the ball. Maybe even run the ball again. I think it was on second down. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was, it was second down. Yeah. Maybe. So, I mean, at that point of the game, there's no reason to throw the ball. I don't even know what they were thinking. I mean, but that was the most fitting end to this game. Yeah, it was. Actually, I mean, that was exactly how this yeah. game should have ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mike Tomlin, Matt Canada, uh, I'm surprised that Mike Tomlin didn't overrule Canada on that play and say, no, we're just going to run the ball twice here. We're going to run though. the ball once here. I mean, it's amazing how long Mason Rudolph has been in this same system. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he still looks like a backup. Like, I mean, you're a backup. 
he made but, some nice. He picked up some first. I mean, he did carry the ball four started, times for thirty six I mean, yards. You started quite a few. All games. of two thousand and nineteen. Most no, of two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, Doug Hodges also, you know, started as well. But I mean, he started most, the majority of the games, and it seems like the guy hasn't learned shit in those like however long he's been in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I'm it's, not happy with it for sure. Yeah. Uh, this game just it was sloppy. Play I'm looking at Mike around. White. Mike White came in to his first game. He, he balls out. Maybe not the second game, whatever. But I mean, he's, he's still balled out. I've never seen Mason Rudolph ball out like that ever. No, and he was going to start tomorrow, but thank goodness, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger tested negative. He's on a plane on his way to Los Angeles right now. Uh, probably landed a little while ago. Do we have him on the phone? <laughs> we should get him on the phone. Uh, keep him away from everybody. Just put him in a hotel room. Give him food. Give him room service. Get him to get him to oh, SoFi tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but we need him tomorrow because sure. we have some injuries, sure, some big, big time injuries. Mm-hmm. But this, I mean, a sloppy game like this. T.J. Watt didn't play, uh, but Joe Hayden gets hurt. Uh, Alex Highsmith gets hurt. So in a in a shitty game like Najee Harris gets banged up. I mean, that was even more frustrating than watching the game and seeing how it how it played out and how sloppy it was and how Watt un- also right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how unlikely it was. That and Watts out this week. Joe Hayden's out this week, and, it, and it, to, to get those kinds of injuries in a meaningless, pointless game where we should well, have won. I mean, it's it's a game that you you didn't lose. Well, right, but if you're gonna lose you players, win, I'd rather lose. lose them in a win a win against Kansas City or Buffalo. And look how cool the in, record looks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got five three and one. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, at least we have all the tiebreakers now. For if, if for some reason we're, we're in a tiebreak with someone, we have the tiebreaker. Exactly. See, that might help you. At the end so of the at least I mean, a we win would have helped you, but hey, a tie doesn't hurt you either. But Detroit. I don't know what they're going to do in Detroit. Jared Goff Jared obviously Goff not the answer. Crap. They no. should have brought Blow in at the end of the game uh, just to see if they could give him a little bit of a spark. Dan Campbell took the, the offensive play calls away from Anthony Lynn. Uh, probably should never should have hired Anthony Lynn, uh, but he took the play calling away from Anthony Lynn because he was so frustrated during this game. And I, I understand why. Just watching it, why mm-hmm. you would be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, next up, Jags at the Colts. The Colts get the remedy for what ails them. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. 23 to 17. Colts go to five and five. Jags go to two and seven. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, only better. 16 of 35 for 162. No TDs, no interceptions. But look at Carson Wentz, another left-handed attempt in this game for some strange reason. He just, he just, this guy never <laughs> learns. <laughs> I know. He's almost like, you know, when they say, like, put the game behind you and, and never think yeah, about it again? He, like, he never thinks Carson about it. Wentz literally <laughs> never thinks about <laughs> anything that he's done. He before. lives by those rules. Yeah, you gotta respect that. He's like got a men in black pen every as he as he pulls out yeah. of the stadium. They just the but, parking attendant just flashes him, and he doesn't remember anything. I, Matthew Stafford is slowly turning into Carson Wentz, though. Yeah, you, you yeah. watch the last couple of games, it's like was that Carson Wentz or was that Matthew Stafford yeah, making really yeah. bad interceptions? Uh, but Wentz twenty two at thirty four for one eighty, no TDs, no interceptions. But Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, twenty one carries for one hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown. Uh, but somehow they managed 23 points in this game thanks to their defense. Friday, what say you about the Jags going to 2-7, and seven, the Colts? Eh, five and five. Hey, they're in the hunt. They're in the hunt in the AFC. And, are they? Uh, yeah, they are. Is any team with Carson Wentz five really in the hunt? Yeah, the Eagles were. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that, was, that was before he had forgotten yeah, everything he, he, that he had ever learned. Yeah, well, he made it to the playoffs uh, a couple times. Uh, but... You know, I mean, it, you it actually, it actually, Carson Wentz. I don't hate Aww. the guy. I don't. I don't. I don't hate Carson Aww. Wentz. I wish. I wish him all the best. I wish him and Frank Aww. Reich don't, all the best. Don't besmirch the name of Carson yeah, exactly. Wentz over there. <laughs> don't, don't besmirch this guy. Enough besmirching, Ben. <laughs> you're like all defending Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me, okay? <laughs> but no, all right. this, <laughs> wow, okay, Carson Wentz, biggest defender over here. <laughs> no, he does make stupid mistakes, but I mean, hey. 
the Jags made a little bit of a run at the end lefty. of this game. I'm going to call him Lefty from now on. I, I thought it was going to be a blowout at the beginning of this game. The Jags made a bit of a run at the end. Uh, the Colts had to sort of salvage this game at the end. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a division rival, no matter who they are. I'm, I'm nervous about the Eagles playing, you know, Washington, no matter how bad they are or how good they are. Same thing with the Giants, no matter how bad or how good, you know, they're division games. And uh, you always got to worry about them. And and also, you know, your division record really does count. So, I mean, winning this game is, you know, it's 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 huge for the Colts. I mean, I just expected more of a blowout. They won. And, uh, you know, it wasn't spectacular on either side of the ball. No, no. But their defense really, really stepped up big in this game. And their defense has played well. So, give them credit. Uh, first shocker of the week, Frane, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Washington football team, Washington 29, mm-hmm. Tampa 19, Tom Brady with multiple interceptions I again. Uh, Washington football on? team goes to three and six. Buccaneers go to six and three because of the undisciplined nature of Bruce Arians. But look at Tom Brady, 22 at 34 for 222. Count them. Two touchdowns Not and very... two interceptions not very tom brady like and on the other side of the ball hyper efficient future hall of famer <laughs> taylor heineke 26 of 32 for 256 and one count it one touchdown but look at antonio gibson 64 yards on 24 carries and two touchdowns what a night he had at the goal line and deandre carter with a touchdown but look at the buccaneers man look at this look at this fournette with only 47 yards Giovanni yeah, Gennaro, with only how does four mike yards. evans only have two catches yeah mike evans two, only two catches and a touchdown cameron Brait. One catch for six yards and a touchdown, but Chris Godwin only 57 yards and uh, not much else without his security blanket in Robert. One Robert, <laughs> I'm special Gronkowski. Franny, what say you about the Buccaneers imploding again? I mean, this was an interesting result right here. I mean, I did not expect this at all. It was it was pretty interesting. I, I did give me, not expect. Give me the, uh, what's the guy's name in Ted Lasso, the, uh, the, the soccer player that, that left? Or that retired because his knee was blown out, and then he went on to, to do the soccer oh, play-by-play. Oh, man, I, play. I forgot his name. Yeah, I forgot his name. You got, give me his take. Yeah, no, but I, hey, look, <laughs> I, I don't. if it was the Cowboys winning this game, then my take would be much different. But, I mean, it's 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 the Washington football team. You know, I don't I don't hate them like the I hate. The defense came to play. They did, but I don't hate them like I hate the Giants and the Cowboys. I mean, well, what's you know, to hate? I mean, they haven't been good since John Riggins. Exactly. But, I mean, you know. Since I, VHS tape. I did not expect Tom Brady to have a ter- another terrible performance. Again, I mean, I expect him to turn things around this week after last week. He didn't play that great. Actually, he hasn't played, played that great the last New. three or four games. Uh, actually, no, he had that like one game where he had like 400-some yards. But but still, oh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not very Tom Brady-like. This wasn't a Tom Brady-like performance. You know, kudos to the, I mean, actually, they lost. And only 34 attempts. Uh, Yeah. Because yeah. Washington defense kept yeah. them off the field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's something? Is there something to be concerned about in Tampa Bay? I mean, I know Gronkowski's hurt. I, I mean, know still Gronkowski's six and three. Hurt. I mean, they're still six and three. I mean, even last season, you know, they, they didn't have an amazing start to the season. I mean, I think their record is pretty much where it was last year, and then we saw what happened in the playoffs where they kind of turned. They're things starting on. to suffer some injuries, but you know, and that Vita defense, Vea might be out for the year. Their best defense, defense, their best, their best defensive lineman might be out for the rest yeah. of the year. I'm surprised how far their defense has dropped off since the playoffs, though. I expected way more, especially their secondary is really struggling. Yeah, and now they're having injuries on the inter- on the interior. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard, as they say, it's hard to repeat, as Paul O'Neill and Seinfeld said. It's hard to hit home runs. It's not easy to hit home runs. But in the playoffs, though, Ben, I'm not betting against this team. I, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I did, well, you did last year. I did last year, exactly. And I learned my lesson. I'm not <laughs> betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. <laughs> How many weeks in a row? I lost a lot. Was that three weeks in a row? I lost a lot of money. Yes, I lost a lot of money in the playoffs last season. You got some really nice bottles of scotch. And, but you kept doing it. I because I, I, I didn't because they played. 
they were always the underdog, and I expect them to lose every. You know how I am with underdogs, Ben. No, you, yeah. you, you would have, you're very, very rigid in your yeah. in your in, in your, my approach. No, I would say betting. you're very conservative yeah. in your approach to betting, investing, mm-hmm. and everything. Like whatever is whatever the math says is going to happen, that's going to be where yeah, you, and it didn't happen where last, you land. It didn't happen last year. Yeah. yeah, but with the with the Washington football team, like, what though, would ben? you do at a roulette table? Green or like red or black? Like they both have the same odds. <laughs> but with with the Washington football team. Would you roll with Heineke? I mean, would you? Oh hell yeah, I would roll with Heineke. Pick up another quarterback. No, I like, I, mean, I like if, Taylor. If they Heineke. continue, I mean, they're three and six right now. Oh, I would just imagine I would, if they win maybe five games this season. Oh, would you? The year coming up, there's not really any quarterbacks coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would roll with Heineke mm-hmm. and maybe pick up, you know, someone else's trash. If you know, if there's someone available, if someone dropped from a practice squad who maybe has some potential. That's available in the offseason because, I, I mean, there's really not too many guys coming out this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year was a nice crop. This year, well, not so much. Looks like only Mac Jones has proven himself. Uh, Yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. so far, so, so far. far. Yeah. Although, you know, Kyle Shanahan says that uh, Trey Lance is better than Mac Jones, so we'll yeah. see. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and the rest of, well, because you got Jimmy G. And, then, and I shouldn't talk shit about Jimmy yeah. G because we're going to be talking about yeah. the Monday Night Game and, uh-huh. you know, give Jimmy G some credit for that one. Next up. Oh my goodness, Friday. 45 to 7. The New England Patriots go to 6 and 4. The Cleveland Browns drop to 5 and 5. The Patriots are back. Yeah, I know. What say you, Friday? Look at Baker Mayfield, 11 for 21, 73 yards. One touchdown, one pick after getting banged around pretty good in this game. Suffered another injury. 8 for 12 for Case Keenum and 81 yards. No TDs, no interceptions. But look at Mac Jones, the Mr. Efficient, 19. Of 23 for 198 yards and three count. Talk about efficient. Look at Brian Hoyer. Touchdowns. Brian Hoyer, three for three for 85 yards and a touchdown. Everybody played well in this game. But Friday, the Browns are imploding behind the mediocrity mediocrity of Baker Mayfield, the quarterback that cannot take you to the promised land, but he can take you to the promised land if you are the 68 Green Bay Packers, maybe. Yeah, I mean, 10 games But he is not the guy that can lift you up the, the... they're going to have to move on from Mayfield. I cannot give him a thirty-five plus yeah. million dollar a year. Contract. I mean, ten games in, he's maybe had two good games the entire season. You know, I like. You know? I mean, I, he's likable enough guy. The commercials are funny. Yeah. He's a gamer. He play hurt. He doesn't care. He puts his body on the line. You can respect the man, but the team is not going to win a Super Bowl with this guy. I mean, without Nick Chubb, who's coming back this week, so that'll be a, you know, that'll be something to help them out when Chubb gets back this week because he's going to break three or four tackles and score a couple touchdowns because he's Nick Chubb. Uh, but man, Baker Mayfield is struggling, and the Bears or the Browns are struggling as well. Go to five and five behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, what say you about the Patriots potentially winning this division? I mean, they could. They really could win this division. I mean, they're playing really well. Mac Jones has been impressive. I mean, you know, starting yeah at the beginning of the season, I didn't really expect much from him, but these last few weeks, I mean, some of the throws he's he's making in tight coverage and just the smart throws. I mean, pinpoint accuracy on some of these passes, pretty impressive for the rookie. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's he he the best. Bill Belichick, you know, he's the best from this draft. You know, Fields was taking Fields. I mean, you know, he showed some promise against the Steelers. I liked what I saw from him against the Steelers. Um, you know, Lawrence hasn't really had you know one of those great games. He hasn't really shown himself to be that generational talent that people were talking about coming out of college. Um, Mac Jones just in a, just efficient getting it done. Yeah, no, he, he does what he needs. Not to Not sexy, but yeah, it's not sexy at all. No, but I mean, you know. Man boobs are not sexy, but yeah. he's he's getting it done. Yeah, he's not going to be running out, rolling out to the right, rolling yeah. out to the left, running for 35 yards like Justin Fields, but he's getting the ball down the field, mm-hmm. 
you know, making use of his receivers. I mean, I think in this game again, he made really good use of his. I mean, one of the uh, passes, tight ends, one of the touchdowns that he threw in this game. I mean, it was like double coverage. He threw a pinball, like perfect ball to the end zone touchdown, and it was a complete blowout. I, I did not even even if you don't have Baker Mayfield in this game, even if you have Case Keenum in the entire game. 45 to 7 is pretty embarrassing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in his new best friend, Hunter Henry, I mean, he's really making good use of his tight ends. And I'm impressed with the offense that Bill Belichick is running and Mac Jones' ability to execute it. Mm -hmm. Browns beat the Steelers in the last game of the season last year, beat us in the playoffs, so fuck them. Oh, they're in third or fourth. They are either in the basement or they are in third place. I'm not sure which. It doesn't really matter. I do like Kevin Stefanski. I do like the Browns fans. But after beating us in the playoffs last year, after beating us at the end of the tail end of the last uh, uh, at the last game of the season or the game before the last game of the season, before actually no, I think Baker may or I think uh, Mason Rudolph started that game. So not a lot of hate for the Cleveland Browns, but it's but nice said something to say negative fuck about the Browns in your division, because ben. I think they're going to keep rolling with Baker Mayfield. Punishment shot. That is right way there. too big. That is actually bigger than I didn't expect it to be that big. <laughs> That's what <laughs> no comment there. Something words I've never heard. Friday, why are we taking this shot? Uh well, Ben, we signed a contract in blood many years ago. <laughs> in blood. <laughs> I think we should have music for this. In blood. Yeah, actually, no, that's a good idea. This this, this yeah, week yeah. I got a couple I got uh, Friday off, so I'm gonna yeah. come up with a there you go. You got Thursday, Friday off. I'm but uh, Thursday you're a... kind of busy, but you know. I mean, we'll we'll be hanging out a little bit on Thursday, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so we signed a contract in blood many years ago. It's a punishment shot contract, Ben. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, I take a disgusting shot of what we have on the table. Uh, that's the NFC East. You know, I, I usually say negative things about the Cowboys, not usually anybody else. Like how, how friendly I was with the Washington football team. Yeah, I was, I now said, you see, I oh, said, it's hard for me to say yeah. bad things about the Bengals or the Browns, but, but you, you know, said Baltimore it. fucked you said it. But so, Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot. And Sonia, who has not been on the podcast for quite some time, if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. She would just be saying negative things about Seahawks. Where there's a lot of negative things to say about Seahawks. And that'll carry on in the next season as well. She would take a shot. There's a team that might be drafting but a quarterback. Ben, this is our punishment shot, and it is... Some na- well, it's not that nasty, but it's, it's, not, not, that, as it's bad. not that good either. It's not great. It is the American-born peach whiskey, 35% alcohol. It, it's crafted with real peach, actually. That's what it says in the bottle. I'm not sure if I believe that, but... It's crafted with crafted. Real it's it's crafted. We're, we're, it's just crafted with real, genuine Granny Smith apples. <laughs> Let's take this shot. Cheers, Ben. <sighs> ah, it gets worse every week. It's actually. not gross, but it's not good. I think it tastes better warmer. Like it's cold tonight. Like I expect it to be like a little bit chilled. On it's almost like a cidery. Like yeah. I'd almost rather it be warmed up to like seventy five, eighty. Doesn't degrees. taste like real peach. No, it tastes like it tastes like corn syrup, peach, mm-hmm. and uh, some cheap bourbon. Corn syrup, corn syrup, and bourbon. Yeah, and this game is not much to talk about. Uh, Cowboys forty three, <laughs> Falcons three. Yeah, being the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. So the Falcons have actually scored three points in two games. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty terrible. I mean, Prescott again with a good game twenty twenty four thirty one for two ninety six. Two count them. Two touchdowns, but poor, poor Matt Ryan. Nine of 21 for 117, no touchdowns and two picks. Cowboys roll, go to seven and two. Falcons faltering, go to four and five. Yeah, Next up, oh, Franek. Panthers, 34. Arizona Cardinals without Kyler Murray, yeah. 10. 
Uh, Panthers go to but five still, and five. Cardinals home. go to eight and two, beating the Cardinals at home. But look at PJ Walker, twenty-two at twenty-nine. The XFL prospect, uh, zero TDs, one pick in the game. But Cam Newton, in his return, three of four for eight yards, one TD, one TD on the ground as well. But on the other side of the he's ball, back. he's back because no one else wanted me. <laughs> Colt McCoy, 11 of 20 for 107. No TDs and a pick in the game. Hey, hey Chris, look, look who scored a touchdown, though. Chris Stravela. One uh, touchdown in the game. Uh, James Conner. <laughs> All I do is score. To be, where's Chris Carter? Where's Chris Carter? All I do is score touchdowns. <laughs> James Conner, 10 carries for 39 yards. One big TD in the game. But Franny, he comes back. Cam Newton plays well. Well, plays sparingly, but plays well. Uh, responsible for two touchdowns, but what say you about the Cardinals not even being able to be competitive in this game? Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Because Colt, yeah. McCoy, I mean, Colt McCoy is Colt McCoy. Colt, yeah, he didn't play well. Yeah, And he's has a history of doing similar things. Yeah. I mean, last game, he played good. It was not great, but it was and good. They, and, and, they, it was, and, they, it was and they pounded their opponent. Yeah, they did. And, and this week, I was really shocked. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, a huge game. I mean, only 13 carries, but 95 yards. On the ground, and uh, you know, I, I was actually shocked. I mean, the Cardinals' defense really didn't show up in this one. I mean, PJ Walker, uh, you know, it, 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 an impressive performance. I mean, I, I don't know who you roll with. I mean, I would roll with PJ Walker. I mean, Cam Newton. Um, you know, I, if, if this is the high point for Cam Newton's twenty twenty one season. No, I expect this I, I, game. I, I, I think it point. is. I think it is. I mean, if you decide to start Cam Newton, you can. I mean, you can basically pencil it in that he will get injured. I mean, you'd like. He will get injured at some point in the next few games because he's just not the same Cam Newton that he was. I mean, he can still run the ball, but I mean, his arm strength is just not there. His accuracy was never really there. Um, but well, he had you know, four attempts for eight yards. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the goal line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once they got into the red zone, then they would kind of use Cam Newton. Kind like he's the Taysom, Taysom Hill light. Exactly. It was like the Taysom Hill thing that they have in in uh, in uh, in New Orleans. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll roll with Walker. From here on out, yeah, I Definitely. agree, and, and it allows Matt Rule to put in, in put in place the kind of game plan, the passer. I mean, a little bit pass heavier game plan is mm-hmm. which is what he wants to do. He's not able to do it with Sam Darnold because he's not able to run the kinds of plays he'd like to run because the Sam Darnold lacks that versatility. PJ Walker has that versatility. He can hit all those beautiful, beautiful routes down the field, as you can see. Without oh, and Christian McCaffrey, we should we should not leave out no. Christian McCaffrey. 13 carries for 95 yards, no touchdowns on the ground, but another 66 yards yeah. on 10 receptions through the air. And that doesn't hurt having big C-Mac back. C-Mac? I'm going to call him C-Mac. C-Mac. I'm probably not the first to do that. But Chuba Hubbard, yeah, nine no, carries for 27 not. yards and a TD. Cam Newton, of course, with the touchdown. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Man, that guy. I'm always afraid he's going to get split in half every time I see him out there running through the secondary. But he has a touchdown on 37 yards. But what do you think about the... Uh, the Panthers' ability maybe to turn this season around a little bit. They're already there, 5-5. Five five. Yeah, I mean, they, they started 3-0. So, I mean, you know, you we'll know they see They got how... Sam Darnold out from underneath them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they started 3-0, 5-5. Five five. Not a very impressive record after starting 3-0. and uh, You know, they're there. I mean, they're in the playoff hunt. So, you know, we'll see how things uh, how things turn out for the Panthers. <laughs> I'm not that we'll high on them. We'll see how things <laughs> turn out for the Panthers. <laughs> Maybe uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, at the beginning of the season, I was high on him, but right now, kind of disappointed. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, next up, front of your favorite quarterback, Kirk oh, yeah. Cousins, and the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk twenty-seven over the fading Chargers, twenty-seven to twenty. Vikings go to four and five. Chargers go to five and four in a must-win game for the Vikings if they wanted to keep their hopes alive, and they do. 
Kirk Cousins, 25 of 37, inefficient, but 294 yards and two big touchdowns. Dalvin Cook with a touchdown on the ground, but Justin Herbert, another day of struggles oh. for Herbert at home. 20 of 34 for really 195. I mean, is it really at home? I mean, well, it's I'm his sure, home. I'm sure most of the stadium was purple yeah, in this one. It was actually, yeah, there yeah. was a lot of purple fans. Just like, just like tomorrow night, it's going to be all black and yellow. Yeah, let's hope. 20 of 34 for 195. One count it. One touchdown. One hick. Larry Roundtree the third, uh, with one touchdown <laughs> on five carries for 10 yards. Mr. Roundtree the third, I presume, with a touchdown in the game. Austin Eckler. Would you like your slippers? The... <laughs> What's that? Would you like your slippers? Uh, exactly. Uh, please, in a giblet. I would like a giblet uh, of vodka, please. Thank you. Actually, I don't know what rich people drink. I guess yeah, I it's a nice scotch or... Or a cognac. Cognac. Like a very expensive cognac. <clears throat> does such a thing exist? Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> yes, yeah. they do. But what say you, Franny? The Vikings, I mean, they're they're hot, they're cold, they're warm, yeah, I'm not they're cold. Sure. I'm not sure what to expect from the Vikings. You know, this is one of those results also I did not expect. I expected the Chargers to come out and win this game. I mean, I know obviously they're playing against uh, a lot of visiting fans or a lot of fans that are Vikings fans here in L.A. Uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 this was one of those games It was a head-scratcher because usually the Vikings lose these games. Well, actually, the Chargers lose these games, actually, all the yeah. time, too. I mean, so it's like, it was one of those, it's like, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, which which team that fucks up at the end of the game is going to fuck up less at the end of this game? And it looks like it was the Vikings that fucked up a little bit less than the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers, fourth quarter, they weren't able to put up any points other than one field goal. You know, they had an opportunity, potentially, at the end of this, at the uh, near the end of the fourth quarter, to put up another score and tie this game, but they were not able to. Austin Eckler, you know, played okay, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what to make of either one of these teams. To be quite honest with you, I was high on the Chargers, but now I am not. Uh, next up, perhaps the most boring game. Well, uh, you know, at least the, actually there were points scored in the Steeler game, so as frustrating as it was to watch, it wasn't as boring as this next game. Packers seventeen, Seahawks yeah. zero. Packers Very go to boring. eight and two. Seahawks. Three and six. Russell Wilson wants to play for twenty years and potentially own a team. Try winning a game I first. Think it was Gino Wilson. Gino Wilson. <laughs> I think that's who was in this game. Gino Smith would have played. You, like you, you're not sure who which you know which quarterback is out there because uh, you know yeah, they're both throwing interceptions yes, out there. Russell Wilson said after the game that it was only those two interceptions that were the reason that they lost the game, which is obviously not true because he spent most of the game throwing into double coverage for no reason. A Twenty of forty for Wilson, one hundred sixty-one yards, no pay, or no touchdowns, and two interceptions that he believes are the only reason they didn't score any points in the game for some strange reason. Alex Collins with only ten carries for forty-one yards. Learned this week that Chris Carson will be out for the remainder of the season. But look at DK Metcalf. Three catches for 26 yards, ejected from the game. Last year said he needed to grow up. This year says he needs to grow up. Uh, Tyler Lockett only two catches for 23 yards. But look at Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 37 for 292. No touchdowns, one pick, but somehow manages to win the game. A.J. Dillon, two touchdowns on 66 yards on 21 carries. Aaron Jones injured in the game, knee injury in this game. He's going to be out for a number. Of games, but I don't know how much they lose because AJ Dillon is balling. But Franny, what say you? This was a boring as fucking game to watch. I mean, it really was a boring Seahawks, game man. to watch. Even with Aaron Rodgers out there and the Green Bay, I mean, it, like they played at home. It was. Oh. I mean, the weather. The weather wasn't oh. that great. I mean, the weather itself. It was pretty bad. I mean, it, you'll it was, watch Aaron Rodgers throw interceptions. You don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! That was a beautifully thrown mm. ball. I know it was picked, but it was mm. that, that fantastic. Was, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, it was it was it was just a boring game all around. I mean, I, I expected more scoring. I expected the Seahawks to actually do something in this fantastic. one, but. But um, 
Jackson. It was boring. I mean, this was probably as boring as the Steelers game. Yeah, but I mean, what's going on with the Seahawks? Honestly, uh, the defense uh, uh, is playing pretty well. I, I mean, mean, they actually kept them in this game. You know, the defense, give Pete Carroll credit. He knows how to coach up a defense. But Russell Wilson, you know, they could say that he shouldn't have come back. He was too early to come back. By all accounts, his finger was healed. It has nothing to do with the finger. I, I, I really didn't like his post-game presser and what he said since the game because there was a lot more wrong with this offense. There was a lot more wrong with his play than those two interceptions, although that was indicative of the larger problem. Mm-hmm. What is happening in Seahawk land? You know, three and six going into week 11. Certainly looks like the Seahawks are going to be moving on from Russell Wilson because he's going to beg for a trade at the end of the season and probably get that wish granted because it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. You know, what can the Seahawks do to try to salvage the season? I mean, nothing you can do. I mean, to salvage the season, I mean, they're, they're three and six. That's a pretty big hole to climb out of. And, uh, you know they're 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 pretty much cooked for the rest of the season. I mean, you know, I know how how disappointed Sanya is <laughs> about that, but you know, eventually they can still go eleven and six. Eventually, yeah. Even- <laughs> think, technically, they could. I mean, technically, yes, but I highly doubt that that's going to happen. That they can go on a run and you know somehow make the playoffs. I mean, you know, the the, the team just looks like they're they're in shambles, and it, you know, a lot of it probably has to do with uh, you know the uncertainty in the off season with Russell Wilson, and I think he's the good guy, like oh shucks kind of guy. And it's like you know, I'm sure a lot of guys in the locker room are scratching their heads right now, wondering which direction his team is going in, where he's going to go. They're probably already thinking about that for next season, like DK Metcalf and some of these other guys. You know, who's going to be throwing the ball next season? And <laughs> you know, also Pete Carroll. What, what I mean, is he on the hot seat now? Nah, he's gonna... never on the hot seat. I don't know. And well, not yet, anyway. Uh, but give Green Bay's defense credit. I mean, they have been playing well week after week after week. They are keeping this team in games. They are, you know, they're they're they're, they're getting interceptions. They're they're creating fumbles, but only two pass attempts to Tyler Lockett. Only three pass attempts to DK, or no, uh, three catches for uh, DK Metcalf and two catches for Tyler Lockett. That's not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the Seahawks are going to do. I mean, I, I think they've got a. Russell Wilson might not be the Russell Wilson that we've known. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something. Something's there. For many, many years him. because that that was not a Russell Wilson-like performance, uh, Performance, especially in an important game like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up front of your Eagles, 30. Yeah. The Broncos, 13. Eagles go to 4 and 6 right in the mix. And the Broncos go to 500 at 5 and 5. Look at Jalen Hurt, 16 to 23 for 178 yards and 2. Count them. Two touchdowns, one pick in the game, but he also runs for 55 yards on 13 carries. Two touchdowns for his college friend. Four cat or four receptions for 66 yards and two touchdowns in the game. And a beautiful touchdown. A beautiful touchdown. One of them was really nice. And Teddy B, the Teddy B that we all know and love right before he moves on to his next team. 22 of 36 for 226 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Melvin Gordon off the scrap heap, nine or nine carries for 45 yards and a touchdown, but Frane, mm-hmm. the Eagles look like they're finally, they got it going on oh, offense. It's one game. Jonathan it's Gannon, one game. Jonathan Gannon mixed up the defense a little bit more. He was a little bit more creative, brought more they pressure. Got more pressure on, on, on Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, 22 for 36 is like, that's a, that's, that's probably like, the worst performance by a quarterback against the Eagles, it's usually 35 for 36. You know? <laughs> it's not that, not it's, quite it's, that it's, good, it's, it's, it's but usually, close. But okay, close. 34 for 36. <laughs> 34 you know? for 36. And, and, um, 997 <laughs> passing percent. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, this was the best game the Eagles played all season long. Um, a complete game, offense the, and defense. Offense and defense. I mean, you know, look at those, those the, you know, the running game, a resurgent Jordan Howard. I mean, the guy has played 
I mean, he's been, he's been great. Jordan Howard has been great for the Eagles ever since he stepped into like the starting duty role as the 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 top dog on that running back committee. Um, you know, Miles Sanders, he should be returning, but he is you know, returning I, this I, week. I definitely he's returning this week. But I, I don't even know if you need him. Yeah, well, I would. Yeah, I would definitely use Miles Sanders uh, along with these other guys. I mean, Boston Scott. Well. Boston Scott is <clears throat> never going to see the field again. No, I mean Boston Scott. Boston back. Scott is somebody we have to utilize every single game. You think averaging seven point four yards a carry is someone you might want to have? in I the game? I think that's one of the guys that you want in the game. Yeah, I'm I not think, sure John, exactly I, why. I think he didn't uh, Nick play Sirianni more. would rather have Miles Sanders. Yeah, but Nick Sirianni three point five. Yards per Nick Sirianni, I think you should average. you should probably listen to the fans. When the fans say run the ball, run the fucking ball. You and know, even twelve this game, carries, eleven carries, thirteen carries. I mean, it's like run the ball. This is how you win games. You don't want to, you know, you don't want Jalen Hurts dropping back and throwing it forty times. He doesn't have to. If you have these this running is backs perfect on the team, twenty three to twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, somewhere that would there. be right where we're at. Somewhere right the there, sweet spot for. Jalen I mean, Hurts. if you're if you're behind, then you throw the ball. But if you're not behind. Then just keep on running it. They're doing a great job the last three or four weeks running the ball. I mean, I love the performance by the Eagles. I tr- I mean, I, I chose the Broncos in this one, but I always choose the opponent uh, against the Eagles. Um, but you know, he chose Detroit. Yeah, I I, I did. I did. <laughs> At least you beat Detroit. Steelers yeah. didn't even do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys did have you know <laughs> one uh, terrible quarterback under center. So um, no, but I'm I'm very happy with the result. I mean, the Eagles are four and six. They got the Saints. If they can win that game, you know, move to five and six, and then they have. Uh, you know, a fairly easy schedule when you look at the records of the teams that they're playing. You know, the Giants twice, the Redskins twice. You know, they have to go against the Cowboys again. That'd be a great win if they can get that one. But the Eagles are kind of right back in the mix, at least in the hunt for a playoff spot. I mean, they are in the hunt. I mean, you get a win next week, you're back up to 500. I mean, or almost almost 500. Yeah. And the NFC, the way that people are playing, the way that the teams are, are playing in the NFC, especially in the NFC East, you know, there's a lot of things that are in flux. In the NFC right now, there's a lot of teams that we expected to be playing better that aren't. I think the Eagles are right in a nice sort of sniper position on the top of the building. Not a nice where, position. I'd rather them be in a different position, but they're in the position that they're in. But they're but starting schedule, with an entirely new coaching staff yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the year. I think being in the hunt right at this point in the season, I think, yeah. but it's a great performance. Is something they should be proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, another quarterback, much yeah. like Kirk Cousins, who Boring. completely. Folds under the bright lights of Monday night or Sunday mm-hmm. night, any kind of a late game. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs 41, Raiders Patrick 14. Mahomes is back. We'll see. We'll see. This is the Raiders. This is the Raiders. Uh, Mahomes 35 of 50 for 406 yards, 406 yards, five, count them, five with a F, five, 50, or uh, five touchdowns in the game. Nothing on the ground really to speak of. But Clyde Edwards Hilaire is returning mm-hmm. this week. Tyreek Hill with two touchdowns. Golly, that guy is frustrating. Byron Pringle with a touchdown. <laughs> Daryl Williams with a touchdown. But poor Derek Carr, 25 of 35, 261, one interception and two count them. Two touchdowns. Uh, Brian Edwards. Oh, Brian Edwards. Hunter Renfro to Sean Jackson. <laughs> one reception for 38 yards. Doesn't hold on to the ball. No. Gets blasted. Fumbles the ball in the game. Deshaun Watson doing Deshaun Watson Jackson. thing. Deshaun Jackson. Or Deshaun Jackson doing Deshaun Jackson. I always I don't know why these two are always in my Because they have the same first name. Uh, but it's just Deshaun Jackson. I mean, I don't know why the Ra- I mean, I know why the Raiders picked him up to 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 sort of fill that Henry Ruggs the third role. But man, watching him catch the ball, not paying any attention to what he's doing, put the ball out there for anybody to hit and then lose the ball. It is the most Deshaun Jackson of all Deshaun Jackson things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh Friday would say you. 
Uh, I mean, it was close early on. I mean, it was, I mean, I, I remember you texted me like, "Oh, it's, it's a close one." But and, it was but close early. It was close. It was ten like ten nothing or something like that. But I mean, it was it was, uh, it was seven to nothing after the first yeah, was, quarter. Yeah. But um, but then ten to know, seven and a half. But then Kansas City just they just you know put their foot down and and it was it was not even close. Yeah, I mean that's what I said the last two weeks before this. I mean there were two winnable games for their opponents against the Chiefs the week before this. You know the Chiefs right now could be sitting at 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 uh maybe four and four six. and. Four and five, or whatever you know, it, it had they, yeah, they would have had the four and five, and or four and four, four and six. six. That should be their record. Uh, but everybody, let, but the teams let this this Chiefs team hang around. Now they're six and four. Now they're potential. You know, they're six and three. Uh, the Bills are six and three. The I want to say that the Ravens are six and three, or seven and two, seven and two. Either way, the and the, the Patriots are six and three. So they're right there, potentially well, seven, and I think the Patriots are now seven and four. Technically, I mean, we're going to talk about the. Oh yeah, yeah, we got the, another game. I mean, so so the Chiefs are right there potentially for home field again because the teams over the last two weeks could not pull the trigger. Uh, next up Friday, we got the Monday night game, thirty-one to ten, the Niners over the Rams. The Niners go to four and five. Rams fall to seven and three. They played a shit game last week. The Rams they follow it up with another shitty performance mm-hmm. tonight or on uh, Monday night. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 26 of 41 for 243. One count it. One touchdown and two interceptions. You can take the quarterback out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, 15 of 19. Hyper efficient, 182 yards and two count them. Two touchdowns. Debo Samuel with a touchdown. Debo Samuel with a touchdown in the air. George Kittle with a touchdown. Vrani, what say you about the Rams imploding? Yeah. I mean, two just, weeks in a row here. I mean, just bad, bad quarterback play by, by Matthew Stafford. I mean, two terrible interceptions. I mean, one of them, well, I think one of them was a pick six, two in this one. Yes, it was. And the other one was just, uh, it was just thrown down the field in like double coverage and it was just a terrible throw. I mean, he shouldn't have thrown that ball. You know, Niners get the ball back right there and, and, uh, you know, Jimmy G being efficient. But what's happening? I mean, what's happening with the Rams? I I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. I mean, is Matthew Stafford, (laughs) is the Matthew Stafford we knew and loved in Detroit, the Matthew Stafford that we're eventually going to see? Do you have more faith? I have more faith in Matthew Stafford. Because this is with a genuine head coach yeah, with talent on the offensive side of the ball. I know Robert Woods is out. Uh, yeah, but but they're trending, you know. I think Odell Beckham happened. If you were following, maybe the, if, Odell Beckham. If you were following the stock one. market, you'd see a lot. You know, if you're following the red candles, there's a lot of red candles yeah. on that chart. I mean, great performance by the Niners, though. I mean, you know, like they got blown out last week, uh, you know, against a Kyler Murrayless Arizona team, and Murrayless, Murrayless, and you know, Webster's. <laughs> I'm going to add that to the dictionary. And uh, you know, uh, you know, I expect them to, uh, you know, to. Lose in this one. I chose the Niners. I mean the the Rams to win this one. Of course but, you did. But the I mean the Niners. Because that's what the, the Niners. That's what up. the betting spread the said. Showed up. I mean, but look at I mean Daryl Henderson five carries for thirty one yards. Sony Michelle four carries for twenty yards. Uh, Cooper Cup of course with one hundred twenty two yeah. yards. Yeah. But Tyler Higby with a touchdown. Uh, but Friday, I mean, I think I think there's some trouble brewing mm-hmm. in Ramsland. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been nice that they had had their full complement of, of running backs having lost. I can't remember the guy's name now because they lost no, him way no. on early in the season. Yeah, before the season even started. Before the season even started. Uh, but John Hecker comes in for a you know one of one for two yards as well. But uh, I'm a little bit concerned about what's happening with Matt Stafford because you know playing in Detroit. Once this starts to happen in Detroit, as a way of snowballing in and itself. Mm-hmm. And it, I think they'll turn it around. Though. I think there's there's an, there's there's too much talent on this team for them to struggle for the rest of the season. I'm mean, you know they're, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. 
Um, are but they? are they? Yeah, it's, I mean, they're seven and three right now. Yeah, but, so that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty a good. long that's way still, to go in this season. I know there's seven, seven more games, more games to seven play. More games, but you know, I would expect them to make the playoffs, and they're, they're going to turn things around. I mean, Sean McVay is a good enough coach to figure shit out. We shall <laughs> see. I am. I am. I am less than less than as optimistic <laughs> as you are. I I fear that they may be murderless. Yeah, murderless. Yes, this uh, murderless is going to be the new uh, the new uh, the new adjective that we use to describe a team that loses because they don't have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these, each one of the next teams was not murderless, and the Patriots twenty five. <laughs> the Patriots twenty five. They go to seven and four over the Falcons. Zero three points as Franny said in at two home. weeks. Four and zero six. points at home. I mean, this is crazy because the Falcons had a couple good games this year. You know, three points last game, zero points in this one. I mean, three points over eight quarters of football, that is bad. Yeah, that is bad. That is like <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers level bad. Oh, um, yeah, Mac- the 5-3-1 Pittsburgh Steelers are terrible. <laughs> Mac Jones, 22 of 26 for 207, one touchdown, one interception. That wasn't really his fault. Uh, not much to speak of on the ground. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, 12 carries for 69 yards. And Damian Harris, 10 carries for 56 yards. Nelson Aguilar, Friday with a touchdown yeah. in the game. You know things are good when Nelson Aguilar is scoring touchdowns. Matt Ryan, 19 of 28 for 153. No touchdowns in the game. Two picks. Josh Rosen with a pick. Felipe Franks with a pick. Everybody throws a pick if you play for the Atlanta Falcons, Friday would say. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was, uh, you know, five interceptions in the game. Uh, no, Is that it bad? Was, it, was, it, was a sloppy, a bad it was a sloppy game all around, actually. I mean, you know, the Falcons were actually in the red zone a couple of times. I think they tried to go for it on fourth down. They failed to convert. Um, and, uh, you know, just, I, I, you know, it's not like... Um, it's not like the Patriots played a clean game either. I mean, it was it was it was just ugly all around. I mean, the uh, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, the, the Patriots defense did play very well in this game. Um, but you know, it was their offense still didn't look that great. I mean, you know, Falcons still put up a fight at least on defense, but it was it was just a sloppy game. It was it was one of those other we had we've had a lot we had a lot of ugly games this week in the NFL, and this is just another one. Yeah, I mean, there's 32 teams in the NFL, right? 30. Uh, I think it's thirty two. Thirty two. Thirty two. I'm like, yes. There's three yeah, divisions yeah. of yes. <clears throat> if I'm doing the math right and shit in my head, I'm like, yeah. I'm, there's I'm, four divisions I'm, of four teams each. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like different sports. <laughs> like, wait, in this sport, do so they four have four times four is sixteen? Sixteen times two is thirty. That's right, right? <laughs> but there's. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about like a different sport right <laughs> and now. And he felt and he was so sure of himself. He was yeah, like, thirty. Thirty, stupid. Moron. Come on. <laughs> There are uh, 28 teams. <laughs> there's 20, there used to be. Uh, but there's 32 teams. I know the head coach, na- the name of the head coach for 31 of those teams. Uh-huh. I do not know the name of the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. That's yeah. how bad yeah. they are and how little I pay attention to yeah. them. Do you well, know the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? No. <laughs> exactly. No. And that's how bad they are. Even Robert Sala. Even that team. I mean, yeah, but Robert Sala was a good defensive but coordinator. But at least they're though. more I mean, they're a more interesting team. Even Brandon Staley. I mean, all these new head coaches, yeah, Dan Staley Campbell, Nick Sirianni. Down. Staley's doing a good job over there. Decent job. But I know all the names of all the head coaches with the exception of the Atlanta Falcons because it just doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, can you believe that we got through all of those games in? 58 minutes. 58 minutes and one second. Uh. Subtracting the time for the introduction, about five minutes. Actually, 53 minutes. I think that's a record this year. Uh, not bad. Not bad. So now we won't have to go through the uh, the picks for the following week and just run through them all in literally I, I mean, three minutes. We probably will, though, anyways. 
But I mean, last week we were. Unless like, you want to look at the injury report. Last week we, I think we got through all the picks for for week ten in about like two and a half minutes uh-huh. because we we're already about a hundred or an hour and thirty minutes in. Uh, but Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. We have a. I was going to say a shout out to the, to the <laughs> listeners, but we're not there yet. We have our NFL <laughs> Week Eleven picks. But yes, thank you all to our new <laughs> listeners as well as our loyal listeners. You want to take a quick break and let's then bust a, into the week 11? Let's take a quick break. All right. We'll be right back with the week 11 picks as our dogs bark in the background. All right. And we are back with our NFL week 11 11 picks, Ben. This is not, we're not going backwards in time like last week. <laughs> Can you believe it, though, Franek? We are already heading into week 11. Mm-hmm. It's do or well, die time for a mm-hmm. lot of teams. Teams are going to have to win if they want to stay in the hunt for the playoffs this year. Uh, first up, we got the Ravens. The Ravens. Oh, Ben. At the Bears. It'd be, great, it'd be a great win for you if the Bears could pull it off, but I don't think they are. I think the Ravens are going to win the game. Uh, I mean, this game is off the board because there are injuries aplenty. Bears are sitting at three and six. Ravens sitting at six and three. Uh, I don't think they're the the actually the betting lines are open for this one. Even if the injuries are as we expect, I still think the Ravens are going to win this game, probably only by three or four be, points. Yeah. Because I, I think I think Fields, I Fields is getting better every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't expect a blowout, but I still expect the Ravens to win. Sorry. Please no. Sorry, Please man. no. Please no. You haven't said anything nasty about the Cowboys yet. Not yet, no. Packers. You're waiting at, for it, though. I am waiting for it. I was about to say, I was just about to say something nasty about Baltimore, but I'm like, uh, shit, you, you deserve a shot. You should. You, you deserve a shot. You can. You deserve you a shot. You still have a chance. We haven't moved on to the next game yet. Yeah, fuck the Ravens. But go. give me a small one. You, no, this no, is no. This is for you. No, it's not for me. You just said fuck the Ravens. Yeah, because you've been, you've been, oh, I love Jack Del Rio <laughs> and I love Rod Rivera. They're the best. They're awesome. <laughs> Joe Judge is the best. He's the best. That's good. That's good. Uh, you can't. You don't. You don't. Wait. You can't just stop me. I'm gonna put a little bit more in there. <laughs> I take a little shot, you know, because of the punishment. You know, you take the bigger shot. You know, we, I'm, I'm gonna join you. It's rude not to join you. With yeah, it. that's true. I that's the true. minor yes. shot. Oh, that's way too much. That's, no, it's not. You're fine. <laughs> it's only thirty-five percent. It's not do forty. It. That five percent really makes a difference. No, 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 you didn't finish it off. <laughs> ah, gross. Ah. All right, fine. I'll ah. say something negative about the Cowboys coming up. Uh Packers at the Vikings. And you can take a little shot with me again. Oh. Um the, the Packers and the Vikings bend the Packers. Whew. Because of the way the Packers defense is playing. Uh, and, because, Pack- and because of the Vikings. Packers quarterback play has not been particularly good. I'm going to go with the Packers in this game. <laughs> you say what? The like, Packers quarterback play hasn't been bad? It hasn't been, it hasn't been spectacular the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he didn't play a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go with the Packers by, uh, by a nose. Uh, Colts. That's usually how the Vikings lose the games. <laughs> yes, that's true. Colts at the Bills, Franny. That's, that's an interesting one. Actually, is I it mean, I mean, is it really? Yeah, it is. Lefty, I, I mean, you got lefty on the mound. Like against against Miami, the Bills struggled. They lose the Jags. I mean, they blow out the Jets. You know, the Colts are you know they're a better team out of those three. Dan, better they're a better team than those three. Yeah, they are yeah. a better team <laughs> than some of the teams that they've beaten. 
Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Colts win this one. Really? Yeah. You're yeah. picking the underdog. Mm-hmm. The underdog in a game. Yeah, I know. I know. Pretty crazy, right? I think the I think the Bills are favored by like eight or nine points. In maybe, this game. maybe they are. I think. I don't know. I just have a feeling that the Colts might win this one. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills by a long way. <laughs> Playing at home hey. in Orchard Park. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bills by ten. <clears throat> okay, Bills by okay. ten. That's what you said about them beating the Jags too. Uh, well, but that's a. I mean, I think that's a more logical. Like no one bet. No one was really seriously betting on the Jags and thinking the Jags were going to win. Uh huh. Uh, next up, Lions at Brownies. Oh man, oh man. I mean, the Lions. This could be their win. Uh, this could be their first win. But Mayfield I mean, is hurt. Yeah, it's true. I think that's he's going to play, but he's still hurt. I still think the Browns win this one or a tie. I mean, I can't. One, one I, can't I choose the Lions the first three, I mean, I four weeks of the season. I yeah, can't do it anymore. I, I, yeah, no, I'm going to choose the Browns in this one, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions somehow pull it off, and it'd be great in your division, Ben. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Browns, but I'm going to root for the Lions heavy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Washington at Panthers, new game in town I Friday know, for the Panthers. I, I mean, Washington played great against uh, you know Tampa Bay last week, and actually they haven't played. Everybody terrible. plays good against Tampa. Bay. I mean, they I played mean, terrible. Tom Brady ain't going to win eight Super Bowls. Is, he got yeah. seven. That's, that's enough. Gonna, that's I'm enough. Just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say Washington wins this one, too. Really? I know. What's going on with me, right? Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take Washington as well because uh, Cam Newton is still Cam Newton. I, I think there's he, had, he, had little, his, he had his reunion yeah. game or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I think there might be a little bit of QB controversy in this one. You know, I mean, Cam Newton is, I mean, <laughs> really? Look, I mean, people in the locker room may like him. He's a fun guy. He's an energetic guy. But, I mean, you know, it starts causing headaches with other guys that are there that are a little bit more serious than he might be. Um, so I, I think he's going to rub some people the wrong way in that Panthers locker room. And, um, yeah, people, I, I don't know. I, you know, the Washington football team, they're, they're not a very good team, but they play like a team. They yeah. play, you know, they, they're one cohesive unit. Whereas yeah, the Panthers, yeah, Rio's I think, got that defense playing really yeah, well. I, I, you know, I, I think the Panthers bringing Cam back, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a distraction right now. And, uh, you know, they were so excited with this past weekend's win. I can see things turn around just a little bit this weekend and Washington playing as well as they did last this past weekend against Tampa Bay. I can see them. You know, repeating that Heineke. I, I can, like I, Heineke. Know, yeah, no, he, and I like how hard he works. He, plays. Hard. Yeah. he works hard. I mean, I respect the guy. You know, he probably never thought he'd start a game in the NFL, and you know, and look, now at, he's, look at him now, and look at him now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it, this is you know, Matt Rule's able to deploy the offense that he wants under PJ Walker. But I, I, I mean, I listen to all these NFL podcasts. People keep saying, you know, Cam Newton deserves to start. He deserves to play, and I'm like, based on what? Mm-hmm. Like, like based on 2015. I just don't understand why there's this sense of entitlement that Cam Newton deserves to start as a quarterback in the NFL based on last year's performance in New England under yeah. potentially the best thing. offensive minds in the game in Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. I mean, obviously, Bill Belichick's more of a defensive mind, but still, I mean, they, he performed really, really poorly last year on a team that was going to give him every opportunity to succeed. Yeah. And he's playing against his old coach. So if, if there's anybody out there that knows how to defend this guy, it's his old coach that spent years with the guy. So plus hard not to root for Washington. Yeah. Well, you can root against them, but I mean, I just, I don't, I, I have a feeling they might win tomorrow, but so much drama. I do not, you know, I don't root for the Washington ownership group, but I do root for that team mm-hmm. that they've got on the field and the coaches that they've got in the locker room. Uh, next up Texans at tie tunes. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Two uh, giant shots of whatever the hell that is. 
American born peach whiskey. <laughs> oh, it ain't American. Um, and maybe it is American born. It's corn syrup. It's yeah, diabetic. Yeah, 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 that's true. It is American born. Well, if it only came, if, it, it pairs, only if I could supersize it, then it, pairs, it would be. <laughs> it does pair well with a Big Mac. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but you know, in this game, t- Texans, Titans, Titans, easy. Uh, Titans by a long way. Yeah, do you want to look at the the injury report on this one? Yeah, just, you know, just to make sure that, that you want to lock in. Your no, choice? I did bring up I did bring up the criminal histories of everybody though. Uh, I can't remember. There was like one week when somebody got suspended for something, and I was like, "All right, we're going to talk about who should be suspended. Let's go through the blotter." Uh, Titans, yeah, Titans by a long ways. Uh, next up, interesting matchup. Actually, it shouldn't be. But I it's think not. it might be forty ers at Jags. I think it might be. I think Trevor right. Lawrence might have a little bit of a good game here. Yeah, because he said he's had uh, ten straight good games. I just think <laughs> this might be the game that, that they turn mediocre it around. once again. Yes. Yeah, with Jimmy G, um, Kyle Shanahan struggling a little bit. Like last weekend. Well, the Rams, against the Rams, the Rams they really played struggled. Pretty, the Rams the, played bad. Yeah, but I, I, I Niners. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags. <laughs> the I'm taking Jags. the Jags in this game. I wow. think the Jags are going to win this game. I don't think so. I know you don't think so. <laughs> and I'm going to take the Jags. Oh, this is a nice matchup, actually. No, it's not. It's actually a really well, terrible a, it, matchup. It's a, but, but it's a game that anybody could win. Yeah. Uh, which is rare now, nowadays. Jet Dolphins at Jets. Dolphins. I'm going to take the Jets. With Andy With Dolphins? Joe Flacco who's going to get hurt I, I, in the first Andy quarter. Dolphin. Mike White's coming Pretty in. much on the same level as Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I just think both teams. Well, actually, two of. I think in. well, Tua is a better quarterback. But he came in and he really led him to that. Victory. Well, he's a better quarterback, and Brissett is a better quarterback than Flacco right now too. Yeah, but Tua really—he I mean he really played well in the fourth quarter of that game. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I mean, I, I was really impressed with the way Tua played down the stretch in relief of of Brissett in that game. Uh, next up, ooh, Saints and yeah, Eagles. Yeah. I'm going to choose the Saints in this one. <laughs> <laughs> you just said the Eagles were going to win. I know. I, I want them to win, but do I believe they can win? That's a whole different Based story. Based on what? What? I, what I mean, you Sean guys are Payton, favored by three I mean, or Sean four Payton points. Sean is like head and shoulders above Sirianni. He's just going to outcoach the shit out of Sirianni tomorrow. He's just going to outcoach him? He's going to outcoach the he's just gonna out. He's just going to be stuffing him in a handbag? Yeah, exactly. You're going to see like Just Sirianni's- like the majority of coaches this season <laughs> have done with Sirianni. I mean, the guy's a rookie coach, and you know Sean Payton has years of experience. I mean, he's proven that he can win with any quarterback, no matter who's on the field, no matter what the situation is. You know, he can still win games. I mean, I know they're playing at home, and actually the Eagles have a terrible home record. Um, well, the uh, fans are a little relentless. They, they are, and they should be. They're but incessant. They, yeah, that's good. As they should be. <laughs> they are very <laughs> incessant. I w- I'm going to choose the Saints, but I'm hoping for the best. I just love watching a running play, and everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, he should listen to the fans, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just he, he's no other, late. but other than, like, Steeler fans, um, I'm trying to think, maybe, I hate to say it, but maybe Raven fans. Uh, there's very few fan bases that are paying that much close attention to what's happening with the team that they react that way. In a, in a game, most fans don't even have any yeah, idea. Especially uh, not here in LA. That's but, sure. but Eagles fans definitely know what is happening with the team, so that's impressive. I'm going to take the Eagles by seven. I hope so. I mean, I hope so. But I, Hurts you know, is I, playing well. He's I chose the it. Broncos last week, and they won. So I'm going to choose the Saints this week, hoping for the same thing. Because Hurts, he knows when to hold them, <laughs> and he knows when to fold them. He knows when to He's walk away. He's getting better. I and mean, he, he knows he when to, learn, to run. He needs to learn to climb the pocket a little bit better. Um, he gets a little flustered too soon when there's pressure on him, and he he's starts getting running. better. He's he's getting better. I mean, he just needs to, you know, just just have some faith in the offensive line. I know it's difficult with so many starters out, but just you know, try to climb the pocket and find a receiver. That's where he's having the most difficulty. Yeah, I mean, luckily his legs will still bail him out, but I think he's making yeah. much better decisions recently. 
So I, I'm going to take the Eagles by seven. Uh, next up, Bengals at what used to be the Los or the Los Angeles Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Bengals. It's not, this is a tough one to pick because the is, Bengals is, have not been one. playing well either. They also haven't played well, but I mean the Raiders just have so many issues right now, so many distractions off of the field. You know the Bengals. I, I just I just think they're going to win this one, even though they're playing in Vegas. I you know they they played in Vegas on Monday night too. So or was it Monday thir- thir- or Sunday night? I don't remember what it was, but they were one of the primetime games. They still lost, and I, th- I expect them to lose this one too. Obscure one oh five p.m. start. On the West Coast, I'm going with the Raiders because no one will be watching, and that's when Derek Carr performs the best. No, everybody, there's going to be a lot of people watching. Well, yeah. There's but, a lot of Raiders fans. <laughs> there are a lot of Raiders fans, but will there's, any of them be actually be watching? The they'll be drunk. They'll, yeah. be, they'll, be, they'll be a game on in the background. <laughs> uh, Cowboys at Chiefs, the game of the week, Franny. Let's go, potential Chiefs. NFC, Let's go, Chiefs. Potential <laughs> NFC champion. Let's go, Mahomes. Another five touchdowns in this one. <laughs> Fuck the Cowboys. All right, there we Let's go. There we get go. a loss Finally. for the Cowboys. Finally. I still, I, I still think the Cowboys are going to win this game. Friday, I actually Friday think the Cowboys put his are European male handbag down so that he can take a shot. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot without my man purse. <laughs> it's not a purse. It's European. <laughs> All right, you got a small one too then. All right, just a little one for you. I've heard that before. <laughs> not advertising yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not Aaron Rodgers. My <laughs> ego is not as fragile. I can Fragile. I can be self-deprecating and right there, not bro. expect there that people are going go. to take it seriously. And cheers to you and fuck the Cowboys. There we but go. But I still choose the Cowboys to win this one. <laughs> no, I, I still do think the Cowboys will win this game, unfortunately. Against the Chiefs? After I, putting I, up 40-plus last week? Yeah, but the Cowboys also put up 40-plus last week, too. Yeah, but the Chiefs... They're but the Chiefs, the they're Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, they're but Tyreek the Hill. I mean, I hope so. They're Travis Kelsey. I hope so. I hope so. But, I mean, you know, the, the Cowboys also have quite a few weapons, too. Their defense has been playing very well. I mean, uh, Trayvon Diggs has been, I mean, I mean, he has, what, eight or nine yep. interceptions on the season, which yep. is fucking crazy. His I mean, that's, safety play is not what it could be. Uh, no, but, I mean, that is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I mean, is. I hate to say anything impressive about a Cowboys player, but that is fucking impressive. Yeah, well, he has more touchdowns than most of the— Entire Atlanta Falcons That's offense. One season. Yeah. I mean, there's guys their entire career that have that many yeah. interceptions, and we're halfway through the season. Yeah, he has more catches than DK Metcalf yeah. in the last two games. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah. Yo, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. So do I, unfortunately. This is the Cowboys' year. I think they're going to lose in the playoffs, but they're going to score. They're going to win a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Oh, next up, a must win. If it well, matters for the Seahawks. I mean, they must win because they've been losing a lot. But we don't know if Kyler Murray's going to start yet. We expect that he will, but the game's off the board in Vegas. Cardinals at Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Friday, what say you about my household and my ability to... You know, I, th- I think the Seahawks She's always up. like, fuck, I don't, I don't know anything about it. I think the and then Seahawks, they I go think, in the bedroom I, I, and she's I, watching like the, all the press yeah. conferences. <laughs> she's like listening I mean, to Pete I, Carroll and Russell I, I Wilson. Think, I think the Seahawks turn around this game. I think it happens. Russell Wilson. I think they win. Joe Namath. I think the Seahawks without win. the wins. I think they win. As if 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 Kyler Murray plays, then they, then Arizona. But if Kyler Murray does not play, then I I would expect the the Seahawks to win a close one. I think at this point, Russell Wilson knows he's leaving. He wants out. I'm going to go. He knows that he, even if he shits the bed, the remainder of the season, someone is still going to want him. So I don't expect him to play at a, at a spectacularly high level. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I, I think Wilson's he's done in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Next up, Steelers at Chargers. Ooh, Ben. But then again, I still want the CLC Hawks to win like their next ten games. Yeah, but or, uh, not, eight games. Not gonna happen. Steelers at Chargers. 
Uh, you know what, Ben? Monday I, night, Sunday night. I mean, the whole stadium is going to be Steelers fans. I mean, really, when I mean, it's going to be like a home game for the Steelers. I mean, there are here we go. No, oh my God, I hope they don't sing that that song. Here but, we go. I mean, behind Cowboys and Raiders fans in this city, Steelers fans are the next fan base that is as large as or or rivaling those two in this city. In the city, I mean, you see a lot. Actually, there's actually. Quite a few Eagles fans I see walk into work. There, there, there's, there's quite a few of them. I, I see a lot of Eagles t-shirts around. But, but Steelers. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. The Steelers have a huge following around the nation, especially you know also here in, in LA. So the whole stadium will have terrible towels waving. It's going to be a home game for the Steelers, and I think the Steelers win this one. I'm not sure what to think about the Chargers right now. I really am not sure what to think about the Chargers because they'll have a great game and then they'll have a bad game. Early on, it was good, 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 but the last few weeks... Bad, bad, bad. It's it, Well, bad, good, bad, good. I mean, they've been very inconsistent, and I'm not sure exactly why. I, I mean, Herbert... You know, he, that's probably why. I mean, he's 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 been a little shaky every now and then. You know, he's starting to hey, look like every it, now it's and like then. it's like a sophomore slump every other game. <laughs> a sophomore slump. It is sophomore slump every 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 other game. It seems he should have joined a fraternity. I mean, he, maybe he doesn't have a lot of friends. I know maybe he's in a dorm a lot. Doesn't have a lot of fans. <laughs> well, nobody. Has, I mean, Charger fans. I know some really diehard Charger fans. Yeah, because um, they're the only three. But, so they better. Be and they hard. really love that team. And I know. Oh, and I always ask the, the same question: Like, why? Like, how? Like, how did this happen to you? Like, at what yeah. point were you so excited about the Chargers that you've decided to be? Because I watch Dan Fouts play, and even I mean, unless and most of these people are not my age or younger. So I'm like, based on the last 35 years of performance, like what what exactly is I mean, it? They had Ladanian Tomlinson and 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 they had you know Philip Rivers. Rivers. I mean, that was a good team with yeah, you know, top rated Gates offense, top rated defense, losing the first round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> I mean, North Turner, but um, you know, that was a really good team. I mean, that was a. Re- I mean, if they didn't win with that team, I don't think they're going to win this year with this team. And Marty Schottenheimer. I expected them to continue that little run that they had at the beginning of the season. I think they were like four and one, but they've lost, you know, a few. I mean, they almost lost the Eagles. I mean, I like Herbert. I mean, I think. No, I mean, Herbert's a great quarterback. I mean, you you definitely have to build your team around him. Keenan Allen is, you know, great. A beast. Yeah. I, I, but, uh, you know, I mean, their defense has played well. Eckler, too. I Eckler, mean, also very good. But, you know, I, I just. Uh, I, I, I mean, they have the talent there, and got decent, great tight young, ends. Also, a good young coach, but uh, I, I just see the Steelers come into LA, you know, with Roethlisberger being back, and He's you know, I mean, oh, there's defensive injuries. I mean, but I think the defense for the Steelers no is TJ deep Watt. enough. No Joe Hayden, no Alex. Heisman. But I still think it's you know they're deep enough to overcome you know those starters being out that they can still keep it close. I expect a close game, maybe an overtime game, maybe a tie. Ben, that'd be just imagine two ties in a row. Has that ever happened? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it has at some point. And in the actually, last. tying here at home against the Chargers wouldn't be a terrible result. No, two, <laughs> two ties, just one win yeah. and one loss. Yeah. What do you think? So is essentially happen? one and one. What do you think is going to happen? Ben? Yeah, I think the Steelers. I, I got to pick the Steelers. I got to pick the Steelers by seven. Wow. Yeah. You're like you're really high on them. We have to. I mean, this it's do or die. I mean, we're right on. We're, really, I mean, well, uh, we're in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, technically, other, right now you're in the playoffs. At yeah, the moment. But we're two games below 500. If we yeah. lose this game, that's not a good place to be. Although we, you know, and we got a pretty tough schedule coming up at the end of the season. So this is a nice little stretch of games. Uh, right now, in the in the middle to late middle part of the season, 
we have an opportunity to win some of these games. We sh- we definitely should have won that game against Detroit. That was the game where we, that we had to win along with the game before that. Uh, but I'm, I think the Steelers are going to be able to pull it together. Roethlisberger, the hero that rides in on the white horse, the only football player in the NFL this year to come back on less than eight days after uh, actually after going on the COVID. He's the first player to come back this soon. His body just willed himself to get back in this game. He took his blood. He ran it out into the yard, and he ran it through a machine to get rid of all of the toxins. Yeah, no, just leeches. Put it right back in his body. He leeched himself. But either way, he came back faster than any other player in the league, I think. And I think that that, that says something about his gumption. And he's a little bit underrated as a gamer. Uh, Giants at Buccaneers Friday, Monday night, November 22nd, two days before Bucks. Thanksgiving Eve. Bucks. It's a Monday night game. Yeah, I know. I know Bucks. It's You're going to choose the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. You're going to choose the Bucks. I know this. It's Tom Brady. Injury report. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Giants in this game. Oh, I think Daniel Jones is gonna get a win here. I think the, I think the Bucks are gonna go through a little tumble here in the middle to late stages. I, I, of the I season. think I think the Bucks turn things around and win this one. You think so? Yeah, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> he's That's not as the... bad as you say. Yeah, he, he is bad sometimes, but he's also very good sometimes. Uh, Thursday. Oh, Thursday night game. Bears at Lions. Here we go. Actually, no, and we got the Raiders. Can we stop with the Lions on Thanksgiving at some point? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I know, seriously. Like, like I don't even, I'm not even interested in this game. Actually, there's three games. Yeah, I'm not interested in, in, in the first game at all. Like, luckily, I'm going to hopefully sleep through part of this game, but the Bears, Lions, really? That's yeah, what I you know. give us? I know. Yeah, well, I'm going to choose the Bears in that one. Okay, I'll take the Bears. Uh, next up, Raiders at Cowboys. At least the Cowboys, uh, you know, America's team, blah, blah, I'm blah. Gonna choose, I'm going to choose the Cowboys. They actually have, you know, they have a good team this year. But, so I'm going to. You think the Cowboys, Cowboys can win tomorrow and on Thursday? Yeah, I really? Do, I do. Yeah. They're not the Patriots. They're going to lose one of these I'm hoping games. Kansas City wins tomorrow. I just don't think it's going to happen. I hope they do, but uh, I'm going to choose the Cowboys against the Raiders. I'll take the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Ah, last game, night game. Bills at Saints. That's actually an interesting little yeah. matchup playing at New Orleans. I think the Bills. I mean, that's, that's you know, Bills on short rest playing in New Orleans on Thanksgiving with pressure, especially if they lose the game tomorrow. There'll be big-time pressure on them. Bills. Bills. Uh, You're going to choose the Bills. I know that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bills in that game. It'll be close, though. It's going to be a lot closer than people think. Uh but that that's gonna be that's gonna be a big and interesting game, I think, because you know Sean Payton he knows how to coach in these big time games. Mm-hmm. All right, finally, that's it for week eleven mm-hmm. picks. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. Shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Thank you all. Hope everyone is having a good day or a good evening or a good afternoon, wherever you are, <laughs> wherever you are in the <laughs> wherever, world, wherever you Listen are in the world. Podcast. Driving through Johannesburg <laughs> exactly. in the afternoon. If you're on the Autobahn, <laughs> driving in your BMW. Getting right to now. work in Mumbai. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wherever you are, thank you so much for listening. Uh, since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website at thirstinggold.buzzproud.com or search Thirsting Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend. A family member, a coworker, a stranger, someone that you haven't talked to all year that you're eating Thanksgiving dinner with. Please tell them about Thirsting Gold podcast when your uncle, 
or your aunt or your cousin, someone starts talking about politics, say, hey, stop say, talking hey. about politics and let's talk about Thirst and Goal podcast. What podcast do you listen to, auntie or auntie or uncle? I just mentioned Thirst and Gold Podcast. Uh, that's your homework assignment for the week. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as every other podcatcher in the universe. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board is Friday's Flame and Ben's Bust of the Week. <sighs> Friday, what do you got this week, buddy? What the fuck? Why Why do they What Steelers? is going on with no, the Steelers? Seriously. I mean, come on. You can't find a better backup quarterback than Mason Rudolph? I mean, come on. This guy has not improved year over year for five years now. Did you not pay attention He's to He's the same Did dude you? as a rookie as he is now five years into the league, and the dude is still throwing balls into the dust on the goal line. I don't disagree with you. Uh, but but Ben Roethlisberger does. I mean, you saw all the drama that ensued in Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers' ego was was nicked by a pebble <laughs> that just got knocked up by a bicycle yeah, on the but, road I mean, surface, and how how that. how this little baby man has reacted <laughs> to Jordan Love getting getting drafted. Man. That's man. Just, and I think that's kind of what the Steelers are afraid. Yeah, of. but I mean, like, wh- wh- where do the Steelers go from here? You can draft Jordan Love. I'm going to be where, an asshole for two straight where years. Do, where do the Steelers go from here? I mean, in 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 with the Bengals, you have where do you go? You have Joe Burrow. From I here? mean, in Baltimore, you have Lamar Jackson. In well, the Browns. Uh, uh, the there Browns, you go. The you, you hit, you hit a roadblock there when you the went Browns to the Browns. Have Mayfield. <laughs> you hit a little bit of a roadblock <laughs> yeah, there. Bit. But there's two teams in that division that have. Long-term plans at quarterback. The Steelers do not have a long-term plan. I mean, well, I mean, in fairness, Jim, you know, John Harbaugh has a short-term plan to get Lamar Jackson killed. So I don't know if he has yeah. a long-term. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Lamar Jackson doesn't take big hits. Lamar Jackson is pretty smart when he actually takes off with the but football. He, I mean, I eventually, he's going to get it a hit takes out one there. hit. I know it does take one hit, but I mean, I mean, you have the out of the four teams in the division, you have two teams that have solid, viable options moving forward. The Browns, you're, yeah, he's sort of hit and miss with with Baker Mayfield. He, you know, he's 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 impressed at times, but most of the time he he doesn't. Uh, but you know, with with the Steelers rolling with Mason Rudolph year after year, I mean, the organization should realize that this is definitely not the future. And they had multiple drafts where they could have taken something. Mean, you guys could have had Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is the greatest quarterback out there, but he was there on the board when you guys were picking, and you. Yeah, and we didn't get major fo- and we didn't get major public drama. I mean, they did draft Josh Dobbs, and Roethlisberger was a little ruffled by that. And we drafted Mason Rudolph, and he was a little ruffled by that. But he didn't carry it out and decide to go on the Pat McAfee show every single day of the week to fucking whine about his employer because he's so fucking insecure. Uh, he didn't take the Aaron Rodgers, you know, poor, poor, poor me route. Uh, so give Ben Roethlisberger credit for not being a complete you know, insecure little baby man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that might play something into it. But we 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 should have we should have potentially looked at somebody last year. This year would have been a little bit tough or we because we we had, you know, limited picks in the draft because of Mika Fitzpatrick and Devin and uh uh Devin Bush and some other moves that we made in the prior drafts. But I don't I don't disagree with you. I think we, we're gonna have to come up with some type of a long term plan. Although seeing Roethlisberger, he might be able to go another year. Yeah, yeah, but potentially. I mean, I mean you just never, you, you but just, we but we should have had a better take care of his body as well as 
you know, Tom Brady does or even Aaron Rodgers does. But he's hurt. Or even Russell Wilson does. But Roethlisberger, you know, he, he has the tendency to get hurt. He's older. He's not quite as, let's say, in shape as he, some he, of these other. He never has been. The, these other folks. Uh, so they should have had a better backup plan. He I drink do Gatorade. <laughs> he drinks Labatt. But, I mean, Shane Bichelle, like I said, I mean, I know, you know, no one knows. Maybe he turns out to be nothing. But guys like P.J. Walker were available. Guys like Shane Bichelle were available. There are guys out there that were available to bring in on a practice squad and potentially elevate. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers just haven't done it. They've rolled with Mason, Josh Dobbs. You know, now they got Dwayne because they picked up Dwayne Duck Haskins Hodges. for nothing. Duck Hodges. You know, but there there have been some some viable options. To bring in, I mean, Shane Bichelle could be on our practice squad, not on the Chiefs practice squad. Uh, and I, and I do, I don't disagree that the Steelers have to come up with some kind of a plan. Yeah, but that that is definitely my flame of the week, and I, I don't even know if it's it's a better idea to just roll with Dwayne Haskins. See, we have with Dwayne Haskins because he's there, and you know he could he could probably do more. I mean, he, he can he can run the ball a little bit more more efficiently than than Mason Rudolph. Although Mason Rudolph is actually surprisingly athletic. But, yeah, and we would have won the game if Fryerman doesn't fumble that ball. I mean, but it's not just that one play. I mean, it's you know the guy was thirty for fifty. I mean, that's twenty incompletions. That's yeah, a I mean, lot of incompletions. I mean, against, doesn't Marv, isn't that uh, Marv Levy or against, uh, against on, the on ESPN? Against isn't, the isn't Lions. Thir- it's not called thirty for fifty against the Lions. Against the Lions. It's yeah, so that's a new ESPN show, 30 yeah, for 50. 30 for 50. It's all about quarterbacks. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my flame of the week. How do you keep on rolling with this guy? Uh, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. And my bust of the week, I probably shouldn't go with this one, but it was aggravating when I saw that play in the in the uh, the Chicago game with the Steelers. I saw the uh, a few plays on uh, calls on Sunday, saw that call in the Saints-Titans game. Uh, and normally we all complain about the officiating, but what I'm seeing this year with the roughing the passer calls, with the pass interference calls, with the holding calls that are changing games. Not no no that are literally no, no changing games. They called that pass they called that that uh roughing the passer call on an interception in the fucking end zone. You know, not that I was rooting for the Saints, but it wasn't a roughing the passer call. There are so many calls now on third down. That are getting, you know, that are that are giving teams first downs. There, there mm-hmm. are amazing and ridiculous taunting penalties and roughing yeah. the passer calls that aren't consistent at any way across the league. Even, you know, players are getting hit in the face. They're not getting hit in the face. They're getting hit in the helmet, like like grazing the helmet, like literally like just grazing the helmet with your fingers. And and it's not on an insignificant play where you're, it's you know it's first and ten from your own fifteen or your own twenty five. These are important plays. They're on third down. They're on fourth down. They're at the goal line and they're 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 extending drives or they're or they're ending drives. And and watching the 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 hip check on Cassius Marsh for the for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, the guy was a douche. Yeah, it was a taunt, the taunting call was right. But what I mean, who are the referees are hip checking players now? Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred and a hundred and sixty pound, sixty year old man is hip checking a linebacker. Is that really where we're at in the yeah, NFL right that's now? That's where we're at. Uh, but but seeing so, I mean, especially the roughing the passer calls. There's been so many roughing I mean, the passer calls the taunting, this year. Like why taunting? Like I mean, come on, man. It, and you don't know what it's going to be. I mean, yeah. you don't know which which. I mean, because there's there's taunting on almost every big play. Yeah. I mean, if you're not if you, if if you're like talking shit, but your face is turned away from the player that you're talking shit to, that's not taunting. But you have to be looking at the guy in order to be taunting. I mean, there's a lot of shit talking that's go that goes on on the field, and like what's taunting, what's not. I mean, there there was that I think it was was it uh, 
was it Green Bay with that one dude, or was it was that the Chicago game? I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it, it was it was it was one of the worst calls I've ever seen for taunting. I mean, it's and it, it changes the entire yeah, game. Yeah, and, and you normally fifteen yard penalty. It's 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 ridiculous. And normally, Friday and I complain about about the officials, and I, and my normal, you know, feeling about it is you know it is what it is. This is the way it's going to be week year in year out, week mm-hmm. in week out. But this year, I've just seen so many games changed by the calls. Mm-hmm. First downs, you know, given on third down. You know, interceptions turned back. Receptions, touchdowns turned back. All sorts of game-changing types of plays by these officials. And I wonder what's happening in the league that these officials feel like they've really got to sort of exert their will onto mm-hmm. the game. And I don't quite understand it. I mean, even Mike Tomlin lost his shit on that play. I can't remember. It was three games ago on an, uh, where they, they stopped the clock on an obvious catch at the sideline and and fumble out of bounds and yeah. I, I think that was a fumble out of bounds either but either, whatever the, whatever the against, play was against the Seahawks yeah and whatever the play was it was an obvious play that didn't need to the, the, the clock didn't need to stop nothing needed to happen there and it changed and it really altered the end of that game for no reason but the Seahawks still won but they but why are the officials sticking their nose into into games to the point where they're changing the outcome mm-hmm. it's starting to look like the NBA out there disappointing and uh, you know a lot of fans have the same issues so i mean it's it's i mean they have to change something but and yes mason rudolph is not the the future of the yeah, no, pittsburgh sucks. steelers it i didn't sucks, want to yeah. copy your your flame because yeah, i knew what you, you said you, it. Yeah, yeah, i yeah. had two i had two i had the, well i had three i had the officials seahawks offense and mason rudolph i'm sure you and can I talk about sure. the seahawks offense next week because <laughs> the same shit will probably happen next week. that's true all right friday what's next up on the big board next up in we have our thirst and goal betting corner Better known as Ben's betting corner. Let's check the injury report. I gotta get the injury <laughs> report up here. Let's see what we're looking at for the injury report. Uh, but Friday, do you have a parlay for this week? Uh, I do not yet. I'm gonna look at the games right now and see if there's, <laughs> you know, a viable option. You know, five or six games here where there's a good chance. I mean, there's two games that money. are off the board: Ravens because of injuries, Cardinals because of injuries. That's interesting. You know, we're in the meat of the season when Vegas is like, eh, I don't want to lose too much money here. Huh. Uh, first up, Detroit Lions at Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, the hapless, pathetic Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. minus 13, over under 41.5. Yeah, I mean, is at the Lions is Baker, or against is the Lions? Baker Mayfield is playing this one, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's, he's banged up, but yeah, yeah I'll, 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 there's actually no juicy bets here. Juicy? No, there's nothing juicy about these. You shopping at Victoria's Secret yep, now? I do. <laughs> I got, I got, I got my juicy sweatpants. On. Do they still sell those? I don't even. Remember how popular that was, like uh, in the like the mid 2000s? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what. Well, I think juicy. it's. I think it's all like Louis Vuitton. Sometimes and, it was too juicy or not juicy enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're in public. Just remember that you're in public. That's all. That's all I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this game, do you, I would take Detroit plus 13. I was at Walmart last night. On purpose? On purpose. I don't go to. I don't go into Walmart. I usually don't either. But yeah, there's some weird people at Walmart. Yeah, yeah that's why about I like, don't go to Walmart. That, that juicy Target like, at late at night is the same sort of, but not as yeah, bad as Walmart. Target, Target's a little more classier. Target's a little bit classier. Like the, the crowd is. Oh, neither <laughs> one of them is classy. No, but Target one's less classy. Yeah, one's that, yeah, I'd say less classy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. It's like I went to Olive Garden, but I also <laughs> I went to Applebee's. You know, Applebee's is more TGI's. Cla- <laughs> I went to TGI Fridays. Is more classy than Olive Garden. Well, they're both sort of. 
But what happened at your uh, your one your Walmart? No, I, mean, I, I, I was thinking like how 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 um what, what like a stupid like that 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 sort but of where are they and during the daytime? That's what I want. Yeah, know. I don't know, man. But it's just like we like you see that's where you see that juicy shit. That's that's like that's like that 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 bad sort of fashion like sort of what was this fashion statement? I'm not sure, but like there's just like those people yeah. shop there. They're the who are you? People. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember when my in my hometown we used to have this street fair, and I think <laughs> they brought it back. They actually brought it back a few years ago, and it's actually a really fun event. Uh, but there's like I grew up in a town with like 2,500 people, and you know there's a few little there's towns around it and cities, so it's not like I live in like Iowa where there's like 2,000 people and then nothing for 500 miles. Mm-hmm. There are towns around it. They have 2,000 people, uh, but that don't even have that many. But you go to this, you know, like you'd be in normal life. Go get your, you know, get to go get your milk. Go to the work. Say hello to people. You see people go at the get st- your milk. You know, you know what I mean. Like you stop. For, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you actually, stop, you stop at the local store. You pick up your milk okay. and your ice cream and. Uh-huh. You know, when you're in a small town, you stop at that little yeah. local store. Uh, and you talk to people. You know most people. And then they have the street fair. And, like, every year there'd be just, like, hill people. And, like, they would, and it would be all of a sudden, like, 500 people that, like, you know, with – it looked like they just – like, they literally got brought out of the woods of, of, of Appalachian, West Virginia. And you're just like, where – like, who are you and where are you the rest of the time? And that's sort of how I feel, like, at Walmart. I'm like – the rest of the time in my life in Los Angeles, I don't see you, but here you are. Like, like where are you place. the rest of the time? In exactly. one place. Exactly. Like, where are you the rest of the like time? Like, they congregate. Like, they know. Like, it, it, it's 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 like, there's, there's a, just a community of people that are as weird as fuck that just congregate to Walmart. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Like, the, like in my normal day-to-day, I'm like, I don't, like, where are you the rest of the yeah. time? Sometimes I feel uncomfortable. Yes, <laughs> you feel like, well, <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to get shanked or something, like, in the walking down. <laughs> it's like the yeah. prison yard. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch your it's back. Like you walk by, you walk, walk by sporty goods, and there's just people fucking working out, it's like at the squat rack in Walmart. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, I wouldn't be shocked if I saw it. I just walked by like like nothing was happening. Exactly, but that's why I don't go to Target or Walmart past like seven o'clock at night. Uh, next up, uh, it was what? around seven. It was around seven ish, maybe seven thirty. San Francisco 49ers at Jags. Niners. I ran to my car, turned that shit on, drove out of there. <laughs> like, did the automatic start. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> like, Duke's a hazard style over the hood. I just jumped into the window, through the window, just so that I got into my, the seat, just turned it on the car. And just, I didn't even back up. I went straight forward because the spot in front of me, there was nobody there. <laughs> over the curb. Yeah. <laughs> like, over the median. Like, I don't care. I got 18 inch wheels. I, I can make it. I found a nice alarm clock. All right. <laughs> That's what I was there for. <laughs> Niners at Jags. <laughs> Niners minus six and a half over under 45. Uh, you know what? I actually scroll up. Wait, you scrolled away. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 Wait, no, we didn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'll take the minus 109 uh, on the the minus six and a half. Interesting. On, on, I, mean, on I think the, the Niners. I think the, Nag- the Niners. Oh, the Niners? Should, I'm I taking think the Niners should. should win this game by I'm, at least seven. I'm taking the Jags to win outright minus or plus two fifty nine. Wow. Uh next up Colts at Bills. Bills minus seven. Hey, I'm choosing the over the under forty nine and a half. Colts you're, plus two sixty seven in this one to win outright. You're crazy. I'm uh, taking the Bills on a teaser minus seven and over forty nine. Take the Bills down to minus one and the over down to forty three and a half. Dolphins at Jets. Hmm. Dolphins minus three and a half over under forty four point five. Joe Flacco I might take the under 44 and a half in this one. I don't expect a ton of points to be scored in this one. Yeah, actually, I like the under as well, and I also like the New York Jets to win outright plus 166. I, you know, I could take that bet too. You know, because it could really go either way. Yeah. I mean, I think two was playing, but 
I still think the Jets have a chance here. Yeah, with Joe Flacco. Yeah, but they could, he might also pull him after the first quarter. That's true, too. Washington. Yeah, I'm going to take the plus 154. Washington versus Panthers, plus 154 on Washington. Ooh. I expect him to win this one. Yeah, Panthers minus three over to 43. I am taking Washington to win outright plus 154, but I'm also going to take over 43. Uh, Ravens at Bears. Locked out. Locked out. Uh, Saints at Eagles. Eagles minus three over under 42.5. I'll take the Saints at plus 136 to oh, win outright. Lord, Alex. I'll take the Saints plus 136, Alex. I'm taking the Eagles minus three and... Under 42.5 on a teaser, push the I would Eagles. Take the, you know what? I would take the over 42.5, actually, because the Eagles can actually score points. They can, but I mean, I'm, that's why I'm going to push the under up to 48.5, and I'm going to push the Eagles down to plus three on a teaser on that game. Uh, Texans at Titans, minus 10 on the Titans, <laughs> over under 44. I'll take the Titans, but at minus 10. <laughs> minus 10, that's, that's, a, that's a large number. It is, and they will win by a large number. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Texans are much better. I mean, the Texans are worse than the Jets. The Texans are the worst team in the league. Yeah, they're they're really bad. So, and they started out nice too. They had a nice. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't really win started one and zero. They didn't win a bunch of games, but they started out playing pretty yeah. pretty. They they were they were playing with their hearts. Yeah, I'll take the Titans and the over on a teaser. So uh, minus push that down to minus four and the the over down to thirty eight. Uh, Packers at ooh, Packers no, at a, Vikings, is, a pick em yeah, over much. under 47. I'll just take the over 47. How is that a pick em? I know. Seriously, I'll take the over 47. <sighs> I expect each team to score at least, you know, mid-20s. Yeah. I mean, I uh, if the, if a money line ends up showing up on this game before game time, I would take the Packers on a money line because I think the Packers are going to win. Uh, Bengals at Raiders. Ooh, look at that. Bengals minus one over under 51. Essentially a pick em. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Bengals minus one. I'm going to take Is the it? Raiders to win outright, <laughs> plus 107. It's possible. It's not possible. It's probable. <laughs> it's possible. It could uh, happen. Maybe. I don't know. Cardinals at Seahawks. Do or die time for the Seahawks. Locked out. Yeah. Ooh, Cowboys at Kansas City. Chiefs at Kansas City. Chiefs minus two and a half over under 56 yeah, on the take, boys. I'll Friday. take the plus 122. On the Cowboys. You really think that you're really high on the Cowboys? No, I mean, I want the Chiefs to win, but I bet the Cowboys to win. You're really high on the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus two and a half and over 56 on a teaser. Uh, take the Chiefs down to plus uh, whatever that would be. Uh, plus three and a half and the over down to 52. Mm-hmm. Steelers at Chargers. The Chargers minus six. Friday, over under 47. I'm taking the Steelers at plus 216. Me too. Plus 216 for the Steelers in this one. I mean, how six minus six. I know. Seriously. Come on. Really? They think the Steelers are that is, it, is that the home field advantage of SoFi for the <laughs> Chargers? Like yeah. minus six. Coming off a loss? I mean, the Chargers coming off a loss with Big Ben starting? Mm-hmm. I know Watt's not playing. I know Joe Hayden's not playing. I know Alex Highsmith's not playing. That's probably why. I know. <laughs> The other two defensive linemen that are been injured all year are not playing. Our offensive line has injuries. So, yeah, man, I, I, the minus six is starting to make sense now. Uh, Giants at Buccaneers. Minus ten and a half for the Bucks that over seems, under 50. <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be ten. I mean, that seems like it's kind of high right there. Yeah, Bucks no. are not playing well. I'm taking, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, the Giants plus three ninety eight. I mean, I expected the Bucks to win, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised by a Giants win if I would put a small bet on that plus. 398, I'll take it. 
yeah, small bet on plus 398. Otherwise, I'm taking the Giants plus 10.5 because I don't think the Bucks are going to blow them out. Yeah, no. Interesting, interesting. All right, Franny, that's it for the Thurston Gold. No. Betting corner. Ben's betting corner. All right. Ben's betting no. corner. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, it's our drinking portion of the show. First up, dun, dun, we have dun, our dun, shot dun, dun, of dun, the dun, week dun. in honor of the Steelers' tie. the worst tie. sound effect ever. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, in honor of the Steelers' tie, we don't have a spicy shot on the table. Well, it's spicy-ish, but it's also sweet at the same time, Ben, because you hate those sweet shots, but you love the spicy ones. It was a tie, so it's sort of in between. It's not a win. It's not a loss. You get a little bit of what you like and a little bit of what you don't like. Well, in that game, I got a lot of what I didn't yeah. like. I got a lot of what I didn't like. And it's a I got a lot of fumbles. I got a, a lot of I got shot. a lot of Mason Rudolphs. And yeah, I got a lot of a lot of Mason injuries Rudolph in that game. A lot of injuries, just ugly all around. But the shot itself is beautiful. But thank you. I mean, congratulations to the Detroit Lions kicker. Yeah, I yeah. mean a forty-three yard field goal to win, and you. Barely get Shank it over it. the head Shank. of the defense. Shank you very much. I think it bounced at one. like the ten yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty bad. But uh, tonight's shop Ben was concocted with a little bit of the uh, spicy cucumber tequila with a little bit of blue curacao mixed in. Gives it that sort of blueish color that the Detroit Lions have in well their logo, the blue line. And on the bottom we have a little bit of the peach. Liqueur. So it's a layered shot. It's clear on the bottom. It's blue on the top. And in the middle, that those little pieces that are floating around there, Ben, that is Cholula floating right. Oh, in you got the some. Middle. Oh, I knew there was some spice. Yeah, in there. There's I was, a little bit I was of spice like, in there. Spice in here. I mean, the, well, the tequila has a little bit of spice. It's that spicy cucumber tequila. Spicy cucumber. Yeah. 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 What is that like the Gringo tequila? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, cheers to you. Ben. But what I mean, the Steelers game inspired it. But how'd you come yeah. up with the the layering? Uh, you know, I just how'd you know, you know I, it would work? Uh, and look well, for this on Twitter at Cole Thirst on yeah. Instagram at Thirstan. Yep. This is a really nice shot. It's layered. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. This could really help the Detroit Lions win I tomorrow. I don't, I don't think it will, but it is a beautiful looking shot, though. I, li- I like the colors in there. Oh, for and, sure. I mean, it was it was something that came off. You know, it came out with off the top of my head, Ben. Um, you know, I, I didn't find it on Tipsy Bartender or, or, or Google it. You know, it was it's it's my own concoction uh, for the night. And uh, you know, I, I you know, I, it, after making 149 shots, <laughs> you know, you, you finally start to understand what layers on top of what. Mm. So, cheers to you, Ben. All right, let's do it. It's a it's, big, it's, it's a big been, shot. It's too. only been 149 shots. You know, I mean, it's you a, gotta yeah. learn something eventually. Well, I don't know if we did one on the first shower. First first shower. I uh, the first second, show, maybe so, 148 shots. Yeah, yeah, because we did one for Andy Reid, or yeah, yeah. like as we started 2018 in the middle of the season. It wasn't. Yeah, I think it was in like November, maybe that we started. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's been all you single now. ladies. No, three years now. Jeez, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, exactly. Cheers to you. Let's get as long as Aaron Rodgers has not won a Super Bowl. Okay. Actually, it's nine years. Yeah. It's actually not that bad. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different flavors in there. There are. It's spicy a little bit. That are in contradiction to one another. Sweet a little bit. There's a they're fighting in my stomach right now. They're (laughs) punching each other. They're like, I'm sweet. I'm sour. I'm spicy. Yeah. That's good. It was interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. 
the Cholula. Yeah, the Cholula was like, um, I was interesting. The Cholula was interesting. It's like you're having, it's like you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fucking partying. All your best friends are there, and then the one person that you don't want to see sort of shows up at the door. That, that that's almost how the Cholula felt to me in that one. And I love Cholula normally, but I was like, mm, this is good. And then the Cholula hit me, and I was like, ooh, you like the spice? I do like the spice. The Cholula was. Interesting. Yeah, in, I mean, that, it, in that particular it, shot. It, 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 it probably did not belong, but we need a little <laughs> right. bit. A little bit of spice. Like, oh, John's here. Just a little Great. bit of spice. <laughs> and the John that people don't like. It's like, ooh, because the, there's a good John. There's like that, that, ugh, there's John John. Yeah, tell me all about the Marvel movie you saw this weekend. I can't wait to hear about it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and the car that you want to buy. All right, yes, I know. You, yeah, you have pictures. I know. You do. You have pictures of this that you want to watch. Uh, yes, I know. Show it to me. I Where would you rate this? It. Where would you rate this, Ben? Um, I'm going to give it a seven. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel badly giving it a seven. Yeah. Because I know you put the Cholula in there for me. I did. And yeah. I, I don't want to punish you for putting the Cholula in there for me. Because I was like, oh, this shot's good. And I was like, yeah. oh. Like I, Actually, that, I, mean, I didn't think I it was that bad. That I, think, I think I poured a little bit of extra Cholula in yours. I, I put a few less drops in mine. Uh, so it didn't really hit me as bad. Uh, I wish there was maybe just a little bit more spice in there. Maybe if I had infused just a little bit of jalapeno and maybe the the tequila, that would have helped just a little bit, just you know, for a short amount of time, not as much as last week. That probably would have been better. But um, I would give it about a seven as well. Yeah, I hate to pun. I don't want to punish you for uh, you know, yeah, doing it for me. Yeah, well, there you go. I did it for the Steelers in in Detroit colors. Yeah, the Steelers didn't deserve anything after that display. But in the lion, into the lions, then Ben. That is what no, it was we good. It was good. And it was shot for tonight, and and it was. You know, I know it wasn't in their den, but you, it seemed like you were in their den. It felt like it. Yeah, it felt like the. It was like the longest yard. Mm-hmm. It was literally like I expected to see like uh, Bruce Reynolds trying to like out on the. I would have rather seen like Joe Namath mm-hmm. creaking out <laughs> to the field on that third down rather than Mason Rudolph. That it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was pretty bad. Anybody. Anybody Anybody. Why is is Duck Hodges in the league? I don't know. He should be. I have the jersey. I know. He wants it back. I mean, my hope is that Duck Hodges someday like comes back, and Joe Flacco is a team and ends up winning the Super Bowl, and then that jersey will be worth at least as much as I paid for it. Like, what was I even thinking? Yeah. Well, you have a Claypool sweater. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that wasn't as much. As yeah, an I actual know, know, official jersey. I know. Well, what I was thinking was like like in 2017 with you guys. Roethlisberger's out. It's over. He's done. <laughs> He's not coming back this year. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be optimistic, if you're going to be all in, you got to be all in with what you have. And what we had at that point was like four games in a row of Duck Hodges starting. And I thought, this guy's not bad. He's playing pretty well. He's keeping us in it. So I decided to indulge in a jersey that I have. I think I wore it one time. Maybe twice, maybe twice in that run, and in, in the span of his career, <laughs> twice. Yeah, but at least Which a Foles, four weeks. At least a Foles jersey you could wear and be like, you know, hey. Well, I mean, Super Bowl. You, you can always wear a Foles jersey. I mean, you know, if if there's an Eagles fan out there that sees you in a Foles jersey, you'll be like instant best friends. 
Like, hey, yeah. hey, that's the guy. <laughs> that won that's the, the guy Bowl. that won the Super Bowl for us. And if you ever, if actually, I, you can wear a jersey from any one of the guys. You can wear a Derek Barnett jersey. Actually, actually and like, yeah, that's the guy that picked up the phone. I should actually go to SoFi tomorrow, go to the game, and just wear the Hodges jersey yeah. and see how it goes over. They'd be like, who's that? <laughs> be like, like who's? They'd be like, what? Like, the? is is your last name Hodges? Like, <laughs> is, it's like, like it's like one of those personalized. Are you related? Where you put your last name on the jersey, which is stupid. Like, they, I mean, like you didn't earn it. Yeah. Like exactly. these guys earn it. You know, they, that's you shouldn't be wearing your own last name. Yeah. On the back of the jersey. At least the twelfth man, like the twelfth yeah. man in Seattle. I mean, with the fan. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it fine. Just that's says fine. Fan. Yeah, fan. That's fine. But it I doesn't mean, like, say like, like Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Johnsons in the league. <laughs> Or, you know, like, that's a very common last name. So, you know, it's, it's you know, but it's like, uh, uh, like, if it's like, I was going to say Yuschek. <laughs> very uncommon last name. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, you know, like, just a weird last name. But, but you, you didn't, you yeah, did not. I mean, seven it. consonants and a vowel. I mean, yeah. that's very common, I think. But here, <laughs> you did not, person that's buying a personalized jersey with your last name on it. That's a little weird, yeah. yeah. That's a little yeah. weird. I didn't play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. But I'm at a seven. Franny's at a seven. Beautiful shot. Presentation was amazing. Please look for this on goal at Goal Thirst on Twitter, at Thirstand on Instagram, because the presentation on this shot was a 10. Yeah. All right, Franny, what's next about a big board? Next up, Ben, we have our beverage of the week. It is a rye, Ben. We haven't had a rye on the show in quite some time. Finally, we have one back here. We have a Rye from Town Branch, and I'm sure you have some information for us. Right? I do, but would yeah. you like to take, okay, a, quick take a quick break? I was gonna restroom break? break. I was going to get right into it, but you know what? I don't care anymore. I was <laughs> no, no. Let's take a break, so I'll take a, I'll take a leak. All right. We'll be yeah. right back with a Brown of the Week. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week. Like I mentioned, it is another rye from Town Branch, Ben. It's an interesting looking bottle, actually. I mean, it's 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 sort of uh, it's thin, tall, fat. Yeah, it's almost like a stretched out whiskey yeah, bottle. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty interesting, actually. It's a hundred proof, fifty percent alcohol, Ben. I'm sure you have some information for us. I Town do. Town Branch rye. I do indeed. This is the Town Branch rye. From Lexington, Kentucky, Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. It's distilled by our nation's first president, George Washington. At Mount Vernon and the most popular whiskey until Prohibition, rye whiskey is being served with Town Branch Rye, a style of whiskey with a history as rich as its flavor. As the original spirit in a whiskey sour or an old-fashioned rye whiskey is still chosen. Rye whiskey is still chosen by the most discerning spirits connoisseurs for its spicy, robust flavor. Enjoy the spicy floral aroma, then the light, spicy rye notes of vanilla and oak, finishing with a peppery, warm, dry finish. The pairing suggestions, strong roasted meats or grilled steaks, Parmesan cheese, and sweeter desserts to balance the spice of the rye. I like Parmesan. Yeah, I love, well, no, I hate Parmesan. No, you don't. (laughs) It's a hundred proof. It is 100 proof. It's 50% alcohol. The mash bill is 55% rye, 30% corn, 15% barley. Oh, my God, a 55% rye. I can't wait to taste this. I'm already sniffing it. It smells so fucking delicious. I love a high rye. I love a high rye, straight rye. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, 55% rye, that's... I mean, my ideal rye is somewhere around 60 to 65%. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not your your fault. Most people don't prefer that. 
Uh, the tasting notes are spicy floral aroma, light notes of vanilla, and oak. And drink it down. It's peppery, warm, dry finish. Down. They've won some awards from it. 2019 Great American International Spirits Competition. 2018 North American Berber, Bourbon Whiskey Competition, a silver medal. 2018 The 50 Best Gold Medal. 2017 Denver International Spirits Competition Gold Medal. And 2016 Washington Cup Best in Show Rye. The original, the first one I mentioned, 2019, was a silver. But Franny, how'd you, uh, how'd you pick this one? I don't know. I mean, it was it was actually one of the lower cost <laughs> rise out there. Um, and, I mean, the bottle. It was next is, to George Dickel? No, 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 no. Was, uh, it, it was, was it next to the George Dickel? I'm sure George Dickel was somewhere in there. I'm sure it was somewhere in there. But, I mean, it, you know, the bottle really caught my eye. I mean, this is a little bit different from everything else on the shelf. There was no rating. I mean, even, actually, a lot of the ratings um, at Total Wine are not on the rise. I mean, the rise are, it's like a small section in the store. I don't think people appreciate the rise as much as me and you appreciate they the don't. rise. They no, don't. They go right for the scotch, <coughs> or right the bourbon. for the cognac, right for the bourbon. Yeah, but I mean, rise, very underrated. There's not a, a large enough selection of rise on the shelf at Total Wine. Which means it'll be crazy popular yeah, in like probably. three years. It'll be like, there'll be rye bars <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles, <laughs> like where you're but I mean, nothing I, but rye. I just love the spice on the back of the throat when you drink down a rye, and it gives that nice little pinch, that little burn at the end. Um, so I really do appreciate that compared to, you know, a, a bourbon. I love, yeah, I love my scotches. But, I mean, for a bourbon. You don't say. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, bourbons have that sort of woodiness to them. But these have a little bit of woodiness with a little bit of burn, which we really like. And, um, you know, that's why I picked it up. It just looked really interesting. The price was right. I don't remember exactly how much it was. It was around $30, $40, somewhere within that price range. And, uh, you know, I, I really can't wait to try it. I mean, while you were reading that, I, mean, I, was, I was just like sniffing the shit. And it's, it's it smells really nice. I mean, it's, look, smell that. Yeah, we should we should smell call that. This, like, this part of the show. Sniffing that shit. Sniff that shit, Ben. <laughs> Sniff stick that. your nose. Sniff that st- shit. Stick your mm. nose right in that Glen. What are these things? Glen Karen? Glen Karen. I forgot what they were called. Oh, uh, see that? Mm. Smells so good. Oh, that's a nice spicy Oh, uh, you rye. got a nice rye. It's got a little caramel in it, I can tell. Yeah. It's got a little bit added caramel to it. And you also get the oakiness to it. It's, it's like the spiced oakiness, sweetness. I mean, this stuff smells so good. It's got a beautiful copper color. A little bit of like appleiness to it. There's a there's a little bit of wood, very faint. It's there, oakiness. Maybe a little raisin. See, I'm not getting that. We like a sweet apple. But sweet primarily, apple. you get the rye. Yeah, but I like that the rye, rye burn. That's nice though. But like, I mean, for for a hundred proof, I mean, fifty percent. I mean, it's not really burning the back of your nostrils in this. I mean, it's it, it's still smooth, even though the alcohol content is is fairly high. Fairly high? Very it's, high. It's very high. It's about as high as it gets for a rye. Mm. It's as high as a rye <laughs> you can buy. <laughs> On the fly. Ah, right, well, cheers, Ben. I, I can't wait to try this stuff. I mean, In the south, smells. they drink it next to a pig style. <laughs> and you're not, that's not a lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. It's not a lie. I hung out near many a pig style. All right, so let's taste it. When I was a child. <laughs> Ah, it smells so good. Yeah, let's give it a sniff and a taste. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of spicy burn. Ooh, that's a good nice. That's a good nice fry. <laughs> that's a good nice. <laughs> that's a good That's a good nice. <laughs> that's a good nice. That's a good kind of nice right there. Charlie. 
Man, that is nice. I mean, for I feel a like ride, I'm on an though, episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. For, I mean, just like a little bit if, of sweetness. If they did a podcast on that. <laughs> a little bit of sweetness on the front, but I mean, it really hits you in the back of the throat with that nice, spicy, those nice, spicy rye notes, a little peppery. But I mean, it's, it's not like a burn. It's not like a, like a spirity burn. It's just spicy burn. It's got a nice on the sweetness down. on the entry. Smice or smice, <laughs> spice on the mid palate, <laughs> and then more spice on the finish. Little bit of oak. Oh, there's a little spice on the front too, like that. Mm, that's good. Little bit of oak, little bit of vanilla, little cinnamony. Yeah, little bit of cinnamon or nutmeg or something in there. Mm-hmm. Some caramel, 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 as you <laughs> West Coast people say, caramel. <laughs> Caramel. Can I get one of those caramels? Uh, okay. We have fewer <laughs> syllables on the East Coast. Four. <laughs> Fur. <laughs> Sibbles. Sibbles. Yeah, it's a little bit of caramel. Sorry. Yeah. Caramel. That's how it's spelled, right? <laughs> Don't besmirch my pronunciation. Because <laughs> it's spelled C-A-R-A-M-E-L. That is true. Yeah. That is true. That is true. The A doesn't disappear just because you're on the East Coast. Carmel. <laughs> is your name is your name Ben or Ben? That's why we say y'all and use. Not in not in New York, though. <laughs> we say y'all in New York, yeah. Okay, not well, y'all. We say yeah, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Uh, or yeah. use. What do you Yo, use? Bro, bro, this is what we say in fucking New York, bro. <laughs> well, of course, you know. They don't get California. They're they're very dainty out here. They're very, very dainty. They're very eager to show you how they could pronunciate words from their UC and Cal State system where they attended. CSU. CSU. I wasn't, I didn't have the money to go to those schools, man. I'm not. <laughs> the UCs? Woo, man. Uh, they, they're not. They're, they're barely, they can't be more expensive than a Cal State. Cal States are, are way cheaper, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Well, more expensive now than it was than it, when I was going to school, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's it's very uh, aristocratic out here. They have like a tiered system. Like UCs, I guess, are better than Cal State's. Well, in, in yeah. New York, we have State University of New York at a city or a town. We don't have some kind of tiered system where you know we have an aristocratic private, version. Private school, you know, it's all State University of New York, and that's it. Yeah, but none of this bullshit UC versus Cal State, <laughs> so they know where the pores went. It's pretty damn good, though. I mean, this. Is actually one of the better, only because it really hits you with the spice. And that's what I no, do it's good. It's good. enjoy about rise is the spiciness to these. And this one, it hits you a little bit on the on the front of the tongue, but then it really follows up on the back of the throat. And it has that nice... It pounds you. It has that nice uh, coating of spice on the back. And a little not, bit not, of uh, caramel and just sort of no, I mean, sweetness, sweetness in the mouth that sort of I mean, coats your mouth. I, I just like the, it's it's a sort of approach. I mean, you know, with other rye, you drink it down, and it's it's kind of dissipates, whereas this one, it really coats the back of the throat with that rye spice, and you kind of get to enjoy the spiciness a little bit on the front and then on the back yeah, as well. all the way through. And then there's a little bit of creaminess in between. It's actually a pretty damn good rye. For the price, and there was no rating on the shelf for this one. I didn't really expect too much from it. I mean, the bottle, it's the shape of it is really nice. The labeling could be better. I mean, on the website, it looks like they actually have a nicer label on some of the bottles on the website. Maybe this is one of their older style bottles. Maybe it, it was means it's in, aged another year. But I mean, it, I, I really like glass. this rye. This is this is a really good fucking rye. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I noticed uh, on the they have they have a more squared off. Yeah, it's more squared off. Bro- yeah, uh, bottle on the new one, which ones. is also but a very nice. That's, this is what we're drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's just they changed the bottle a, a little mm-hmm. bit. I actually like that bottle better. I'm I like sure. the label on the they new both one. Look nice. I like yeah. the, the new label, but I like the bottle shape. Because yeah. this that. one, it just it really caught my eye. I mean, it was it was almost like that uh, that scotch that we had on the show a few weeks back. That was kind of weird, like that flat, long, yeah, sort of shaped bottle. Um, but yeah. I would give this. What would you rate this, Ben? Actually, uh, I want to ask you first. I'm going to give it an eight. For rye, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. Because it's got that beautiful mm-hmm. spice all the way through. It's a little sweeter than mm-hmm. I would like. Yeah, but I other like than it. that, it, it's got the cinnamon. It's got sweet, sweet it's, and spicy. It's got spice. It's got a little pepper. It's, it really has everything, and it, and it doesn't hold back on the rye. Mm-hmm. You know, the spice on the, on the mid-palate and the finish. Yeah, I would give it a nine. I mean, it's it's smooth though. I mean, not you get the burn, but it's the burn from the spice and not from the spirit, and it's 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 You're higher than me. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 like a it's like that. It's it's like an odd harshness. I mean, there's a little bit of harshness, but it's not the harsh from the spirit. It's from the spice bruh, that they use. It's harsh, bro. But I, I like it. I really enjoy it. this. That's a good fucking ride right there. I'm surprised you like it that much. I like it because it's, it's a little bit unrefined. No, it's well, it's smooth. It's, it's smooth, smooth, but it's it's like. But it's, it's I'm, a, I'm, I'm you know I'm not sipping in the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, well, I, you I, know I, after fifteen or eighteen years. But when you drink a rye, it, this is like you take this to Scotland and they just like <laughs> drink it and then punch you in the face. No, but it's 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 a rye and it lets you know that it is a rye because there's been a yeah. couple of ryes on the show that it's like, is this really a rye? It kind of tastes it's like a bourbon. It's usually like 30%, 35%. It's like it's a bourbon almost with a little bit of spicy burn at the end. But this one, it really announces itself as a rye. Like, motherfucker, I'm a rye. Yeah, I think it was a Balconis rye yeah. that yeah. we had that might be on the same level as this. Maybe, yeah. li- I, mean, maybe. I, like, I really like this one really, it, it, it celebrates the rye spice. Yeah, as it yeah. should. Yeah. It's a straight rye yeah. and so it should hit you in the face with the rye mm-hmm. spice mm-hmm. and it does so that's why i give it a nine it is a rye this is what a rye should taste like all right Franny's at a nine i'm at an eight next up Franny, what's next about a big board next up ben we have our beer of the week from flying dog it is their snake dog ipa Ooh, and I we're can't gonna take a wait quick to break. taste this pour it into a glass We'll give it a shot. All right. We'll be right back with the beer of the week. All right. And we are back with our beer of the week, Ben, from Flying Dog. Is there a Snake Dog IPA? I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. This is the Snake Dog IPA from, what's the brewery again? Flying dog. Uh, flying dog. <laughs> the one on the screen right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there. I was like, where's the name of the brewery here? Uh, this is the Snake Dog IPA. In very, very small font, it says <laughs> a potent snake bite of five different Can you hops. see it, Ben? Can you yes. see it? Do you see how small that font is? I can see it. A potent snake bite of Maybe five off the screen. Maybe off the screen, like the larger screen right here. You'd be able to see it. It's like curb your enthusiasm this season. Like one or two. Uh, can I see two again? Can I, three or four? Uh, can I see one again? <laughs> I don't think we should move on to three or four before I've decided on one or two. A, a, an optometrist <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> it was funny. She just walked out. Huh. 
Uh, well, it is hard. They like rush you. Like I need a minute to like they got other patients it. to see. It's <laughs> well, not that. Is it clear or not? It's not my job. Is to, it clear it's not my or job not? To make you money. I need it's you a to quarter just... of a diopter. Fuck. <laughs> it's not a quarter of a diopter. It's it's a it's a multitude of diopters. It's many diopters. Actually, I got the best optometrist ever. The last time I went there, she was amazing. Uh, a potent snake bite of five different hops gives Snake Dog its citrus forward superpower. Orange and tropical fruit aromas temper slightly piney crispness, burning and turning Snake Dog into a more complex breed of West Coast IPA. Uh, for beer nerds, the malts are caramel. The hops are Warrior, Columbus, and Citra. Caramel. The yeast. <laughs> caramel. <laughs> caramel. Do you say Columbus? <laughs> No, Columbus. Uh, yeah, okay. You add the U there. There's an A between the R and the A and the M. Caramel? It doesn't just disappear. It does. It does. It just disappears <laughs> east of the Mississippi. Uh, the yeast is Simcoe Mosaic. Well, Simcoe Mosaic American Ale Galaxy. I think those are all yeah, the, those, those are, those are all the hops, actually. Not the, the best... Uh, the best way to list them. I mean, they're kind of overlapping each other. That's, yeah, that's you know, uh, a yeah, website. I really understand what the website's trying to do, but I mean, people want to read this shit. Yeah. So I actually don't know, but it's 7.1% alcohol by volume. But essentially, it's saying that it's, you know, a West Coast IPA, tropical fruit, slightly piney with a little bit of crispness. So we hope that and it on will... the shelf, on the shelf, it actually had a 95 rating. 95. At Total Wine. 95. 95. And we tried the blood orange. A few weeks back, I remember it might have been like maybe five, six weeks back from the same brewery, and it was delicious. I'm expecting the same from the Snake Dog. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be very good. Uh, everything we've had from this oh, yeah. brewery has been really that. good. Mm. I mean, you can get the hop. Stick your nose in there, you get the hop. It's hoppy, hoppy. Hoppy, hoppy? Yeah, it's very hoppy. Like a Easter hoppy, hoppy? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a sniff. Yeah, very citrusy, very hoppy. Oh, back to my yeah, roots. Back smells, to my roots. That smells good. Back to my yeah, roots. Good. I was and, drinking and, IPAs when I was 18. And for this well weather? Well before it was cool. This weather? Mm, it's actually perfect in this weather. You guys finally caught up to me. It only mm. took you 25 years. How's that nose been? It's piney. Yeah. It's a little bit hoppy, but not crazy hoppy. But it's oh. also very fresh. Yeah, very fresh. But the citrusy notes that you get from are very nice. It's like... You get almost like zesty. a blood orange, almost not not a blood orange, yeah. but almost like an orange blood orange I can't wait hybrid. To try it now I can't wait to try that. Mm. All right, cheers Let's to do you. It. Cheers to you. Not bad, not bad. Uh, not as much flavor as I expected yeah, based I on the nose. But if you let it linger, you get a nice bit of orange zest on the back of the throat. Second sip, a little better. First sip, I expected it to really wow me, but it was a little bit understated on the first sip. Well, I like it, though. I mean, I like the Oh, fact it's got that nice dry finish, though. I really like that dry finish. It's like semi-dry, but it's a nice bit of bubbliness for the carbonation. It's nice and thick, um, but it's 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 not a heavy IPA. It's, it's a light-ish IPA, but you get a nice bit... Of I that. would want a little bit more Christmas. Actually, it's, it's Christmas I because would huh. want a little bit more Christmas. It, I, I it, oh would want a little bit more. I okay, all right, we got it. We got it. 
I would want a little bit more crispness. Let's stop. Let's stop. All right. Yeah. No. And actually, it's it's not like ultra crispy, but it is very refreshing, though. I mean, it's like it's a refreshing IPA because that nice it has a nice bit of orange zest at the end. You get a nice bit of citrusiness at the end. And it's not like thick and heavy. I mean, this is one of those IPAs that you can actually drink for a long period of time. And at 7.1% alcohol, if you're looking to just get a nice buzz and, you know, not have a heavy stomach. Wait, is there, a, is there an O in that word? Which one? Buzz. I mean, is it? There's no O in buzz. No, it's <laughs> how many, B-U-Z-Z. Well, how many, how many, there's a lot of, uh, it's lot, buzz. It's a lot of. It's buzz. It's a U. It's buzz. <laughs> Sounds more like you pronounce it. I'm just, you know, you're, car, just, you're I, making fun of the karma. I just say buzz. I feel like there's it's like, not, like a, It's not a speaker. Buzz. It, it's not, but it's, it is, it is one of those, I mean, it's, it's a nice IPA because it's, if you're looking for a light IPA that has some of those IPA characteristics in it. It does have those. I mean, I wish maybe it had a little bit more hoppiness, but yeah, it has a, a nice, more, for sure, for has a sure. nice citrusy ending to it. And if you just like kind of let it linger and it stays there, it's it's you get a lot of orange zest. Yeah, there's definitely a citrus note. I wish it had a little bit more hop to balance out. Yeah, uh, the citrus there at the end, but it is nice. It's refreshing. It's clean. It's fresh. It's it's obviously recently made. Um, the ingredients are fresh. It's got the citrus, it's got the, the zest, it's got, you know, good carbonation, mm-hmm. just lacks a little, they might have yeah. overdid the hop varieties. They might have yeah. did a little bit more than they needed to with the hops. But I mean, a lot of their beers have a high rating. Like a, almost every single one on the shelf has a rating that's in the high 80s or in the 90s. And so I'm, I'll definitely go back to the Flying Dog, especially after that, um, that first one we tried. This one is also very good. I, th- I think that that blood orange one was a little bit better. It had more. Uh, that was a that was a really nice. It beer. had it had it had more grapefruitiness to it. Um, it. So it had a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of sourness. This one is lacking in that department, but it is also, you know, for an IPA as much as high as the alcohol content is, it's actually fairly light to drink. Yeah, which oh, is pretty sure. impressive too. Yeah, and I mean, and if you listen to the show for a period of time, you know that. You know, Fry and I like, or at least I don't want to speak for him, but I like a more, uh, you know, a more sour, what depends? citrus. Depends on the, it, it, on, on the weather, of, too. Yeah, you know, less of the orange and a little bit more of the uh, sour, more of a mm. lemon, more of a more of a lime, more of a, a yeah. little bit more sharp. Yeah. I think Fry appreciates the orange a little bit more. I like a blood orange. But your regular typical orange is not as much. And you get a lot of that on this one is that just the regular sort of citrusy orange flavor on the back when you just kind of let it linger. You kind of you get that that beer breath. But it's not a bad sort of like like uh, the Heineken gives you that sort of like eh, like skunkiness that that's not very pleasing. Like there's good skunkiness, but that one's not very good skunkiness. Whereas this one, you just kind it's of. It's the Budweiser of Europe. Yeah, it is pretty much. But I mean, this one, like the aftertaste is. That's when you get that nice oranginess to it. Yeah, I mean, I've always liked that nice, dry, hoppy, you know, finish of an IPA. The way it sits in your palate and it gives you that dry hoppiness. Uh, more so than like a lager or a pilsner that just, well, a lager gives you more of that sort of weediness, but a, a pilsner gives you a little bit more clean crispness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always liked the dry hoppiness of an IPA yeah. finish. Yeah, but definitely, definitely gonna try you know more offer because Flying Dog. I mean, so far you know both offerings have been good. Anderson Valley, two out of the four have been good. Um, so, so far two for two for Flying Dog. I really like both of the ones that we've tried so far. What would you rate this, Ben? I'm gonna give it a seven. 
Yeah, I would give it an eight. I I I, I do like the lightness in something that I you like expect it when we disagree to be heavy, even by one. you know, like you expect heaviness in this IPA. Yeah, but it's not a heavy IPA. It's a nice, a light, more hop, easy to drink. I need more hop IPA. You know, a little bit more hop would would benefit it, but you know, I I, I do like those citrusy notes on the back end. I know you and do, the, and the and and also that 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 tight sort of carbonation. And I didn't expect much because there wasn't that much head when I poured it. But I, I expect it to be kind of flat, but it's actually not flat. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, what, I know, what? I know, just the way yeah. you said it. What it was like? It was very, uh, it was very, it was very professional and official the way that you the way that you <laughs> described it right there. Yeah, good. And I expect that our <laughs> listeners will compliment us on Twitter and on Instagram. For Franny's it's professionalism. True. It's true. There. What? <laughs> no. I, uh, I know what I said last week. I'm not going to say that shit again. I just wanted to stop the I, show I, I, right I, there and I, end it on that. I don't want, I, but I, I had I'm to ruin it. I'm not going to say anything about like a nutty finish on the back of my throat. I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but it did. Good. I mean, it did have a nice nutty finish on the back of the throat. That sco- the Was it a scotch last week? I can't remember what it was. But uh, yeah, it was... Oh no! Uh, was, or was it the beer? I can't remember because the beer was actually we had that nice dark. No, Anderson it was. Valley. Uh, what did we have last week? What did we? What did we do last week? What was the? What was the? The 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 brown of last Let me, week? Yeah, uh, let's take a look here. And it was because if you're with us this long, oh, folks, yeah, it, it, if you're it still was, with us, you love us. It was the Toman tool. It was the Toman tool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. ten year, and that it, it had a nice. <laughs> it has a nice nutty finish it on the back nutty. of my throat. It was nutty. It was. It was good. <laughs> I was pleased. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you say. Yeah. And if you've stuck with us this long, we love you. Please, you know, shoot us an email at podcastthirstagoal at gmail.com. You know, shoot us a DM on uh, Twitter at Goal Thirst or on Instagram at Thirstan and let us know how you got two hours and uh, 15 minutes into the show yeah. because we would truly appreciate knowing uh, how you did that. They enjoyed the fuck out of it. That's yeah, why. They enjoyed the fuck out of it. <laughs> All right, Freddie, I'm at an eight, or you're at an eight. I'm at a seven. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to add? Uh, nothing else to add, Ben. Is there some housekeeping you want to finish up with? Or <laughs> Oh, yeah. What's next <laughs> on the big board, Friday? Some housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. Stupid freaking American bourbon whiskey peach. <laughs> we are a show about football fun, friends. Whiskey. And beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzproud.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, all 148 of them. Counting, not counting this one. You can check out all our show notes and get links to the stories that we cover. The browns, the scotches, the bourbons, the rise, and the cognacs that we review. You get links to all the podcatchers as well as all the podcasters. Yeah. In the universe, Dick. you can download or leave a review. I make one mistake. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's not my most admirable or uh, it's not my most laudable quality that I, I, I find. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you'll <laughs> talk some, about a show like seven some, years ago. Somebody, like, remember in 2014 when you said this? I don't remember, but you do. But it's all, but I want people to do it to me, but you know, we forget. We forget. We don't, we don't, we don't I don't want people to forget. I want the attention, even if it's negative attention. So when I do it to someone else, I assume that they're going to do the same thing to me. Yeah, your, your hard drive is like, it's, it's, you load stuff in there and it just stays there for years. I'm pride. I'm impressed. Well, I mean, there are certain, certain things that just sort of 
stick with you. It's not. Even, it's like a solid state drive now. You've upgraded. Yeah. It's like a solid state. There's no moving parts. It's just you know. It's just one solid block. Yeah, like they say in the bit. It's sticky. Yeah, it does. It's it sticky. It doesn't leave. You know that PR campaign. I that, still that hear was, about uh, your uh, your bachelor party. <laughs> that, that was, was a long time ago. I still hear about it. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was a, that was a, that was a big mistake on your part. Uh, you get links to all the podcasters in the universe. Never live that down. <laughs> Never live it down. Uh, you eventually, when I'm at your bachelor party, <laughs> you will. You will have. You'll I receive. I might not have one. You'll so receive you your punishment. Yeah. No, for, I won't. I'm pretty sure I won't. <laughs> yeah, oh yes, you will. <laughs> It'll be both punishment <laughs> and, and and celebratory, <laughs> but there will be a punishment in there that is associated with my uh, your failure to attend my bachelor party. Uh, podcasters, to download all of our episodes, you can leave a review, you can email is. us. <laughs> What's that? They failed to show up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention it. <laughs> well, you, 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 I actually wasn't even thinking about it. You mentioned it. You've mentioned many, many times on the podcast. Yeah, out of the 149 episodes, it's been mentioned on 40 of them, probably. Podcasterstigol at gmail.com. You can call us at the number in the show notes. You can follow us on Friday's amazing Instagram account. Uh, we posted five beers of the last 45 <laughs> beers that we've tasted. They're coming. They're coming. Uh, at Thirstand and on uh, my Twitter account yeah, week at Gold Thirst Beer Week, <laughs> and you can check out all of the. I mean, no and seriously, very complimentary. Of course, of Franny, he takes all the pictures on the show, the shots, the scotches, the bourbons, everything that we review, all of the beers as well. So please, please, please check out the photography because the photography is pretty amazing. I mean, it is on an Apple phone, so the 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 quality is limited. Yeah, it's not please. an Android phone. Please. It's one of the best <laughs> cameras you can get on a phone last season. <laughs> well, still better. Look at this thing. Where I mean, my phone's in my pocket. And I'm get, I'm getting in a, a your software is corrupted. Please check for a software update. So it's time for for me to upgrade from my yeah. Google Note 10. Yeah, I think so. I think eventually. But thank you to Long Beach Harbor. I can only get a bronze phone, and I don't want a bronze phone. What's wrong with bronze? Bronze? Bronze is a pretty cool color. For a phone? For an adult yeah, male? I guess, yeah. I mean, mine's blue. I know, but I just want... Uh, that's blue? Well, the case is black, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's either bronze. I can, I can get the Note 20 in bronze, or I can get the S21 in any color black or whatever oh, okay but i really want the note because i'm <laughs> very predictable and addicted to it's the last note ever oh really yeah oh okay yeah yeah i mean it's like a buick man not a buick uh it's like a saturn saturn no, it's not like a nice blue actually maybe i will get one blue what's the one that what's the one that they a pontiac Oh yeah, Pontiac. Yeah, yeah. Those Google Note's like a cars. Pontiac. Those were pretty shitty cars. Like, I gotta get. You don't want one of those. <laughs> but that's the, it's like the Google Note is like the last of the Pontiacs. The last Pontiac that anybody ever wanted was a Sunfire. <laughs> uh, no, the Grand Am wasn't bad. Yeah, I guess. Come on, Grand Am. Okay, come on. All right, uh, Friday. Anything else to add before I before he punches me off yeah. the show for no. uh, criticizing? I think I think we're good to go. No, you thank you so very much, everybody, for listening out there. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>